So this week on Top 5 for Fighting, a podcast which we started, and unlike Joe Buck, we didn't need our daddies to help us put it together. Let's talk about it. (laughs) We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna shit on something. <laughs> Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really that he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. Oh, it's been that type of week. What do you yeah, say? I mean, sure. What do you yeah. say? Have a shot. 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 Ooh. Ah, that'll put hair on your ass. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Welcome to Top Five for Fighting, everyone. Now I'm ready. Oh. I was right? I wasn't ready before, but now I think I'm gonna knock this right out of the park. What what, what does Wayne always say? Minute to win it. <laughs> Fucking hammered. <laughs> My favorite line in that show ever still is Squirrely Dan, how drunk are you? A lot. Tavaris. Tavaris. I, I just watched the episode the other day where they're doing crack and egg and Wayne's just oh. hammered, and he's—you can tell he's hammered. And he just kept saying, "I'm in it to win it." Yes, <laughs> that's all he keeps saying. Man, when are we gonna get season eight of that? Uh, I don't know. Thanks, China. <laughs> <laughs> just pile, up, just put it right on the list with everything I mean, else I'll that we can put think it right up for. There. Oh my God! So I think we got a, a fun show this week. Uh, we got lots of different things to talk about. Apparently, Mike has a surprise for me. What do you want to start with? The best stuff is born out of just real life situations. Beautiful. I'm convinced. At least it for me. Is. At least for me. It usually is. I mean, word is from a few people that I'm kind of sarcastic and come up with shit that most people wouldn't say or, or think. But I mean, uh, I mean, so something happened last week. You will appreciate. All of the sports fans will appreciate. But I'll, I'll save it for when we're ready to go. Okay. There. All right. Well, you want to talk about the NFL? Because I still don't know how I'm going to pull it off. But okay, it's been going through my head all day. You want you want to talk about the NFL at all? I mean, I mean, we talk about it every week. That's kind of why we moved it to uh, Monday, Tuesday, I'm, right? Yeah, there's not going to be any stupid ass flyovers, is there? No, probably not. Okay. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, because that's just so wasteful. Let's just get into that. I got to find the cord. You got the cord down there by your foot? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm prepared. So last week, last week, uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were in Tampa. To I like Troy Aikman. I, you know I, what? I like when Troy Aikman does a game. You want the truth? The only commentator on TV that I really like listening to more than Troy Aikman is Tony Romo, I've, which is ironic because they're both Cowboys quarterbacks. I've completely flip-flopped. I used to hate Romo, but now I kind of... He's really good. I, I can appreciate him more now because, like a lot of us, he's just got a genuine love for the game. But yeah. He tends to know the game more than anybody else. Broadcasting, I mean. Yeah. Um, he, he and knows, it's fun. He knows, to, he knows what's coming too. It's yeah. He's just, he's fun to listen to. Yeah, so he I, is. I've done a complete 180 on on Romo. So um, what we had was they got caught with their mics on when they didn't realize they were on. Oof. Hot but, mic. Yeah, 
Kind of like, kind of like old boy that got suspended this week because he let his wang hang out during a Zoom call. Did you hear read read about that? Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> Isn't that why they started Zoom? <laughs> Somebody said that to me, and I'm like, he's just giving the people what they want. Hey, let them know you're there, man. So this is what went down. It's gonna pull up here real quick. You ready? I love it when broadcasters get caught saying flyover. It's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. <laughs> partner. Partner. <laughs> okay, first of all, he, he couldn't even say her fucking name right. He's in it to win it. Uh, he's, <laughs> you have to wonder how much they drink dur- during those things. But, okay, so so, so I'm, I want to break this comment down that they, they, just, they just said. Right. Now, if you don't like flyovers... We we've always said we don't really care what your religion is, what color you are, what your race is, none of that. Just uh, don't be a what, dick. Whether you're a dick or not, right? We we can all get along. Uh, if somebody tells me they're not voting for who I don't, vo- I'm voting for. I don't scream at them. I'm just like, okay, good. I mean, good for you. That's your right. I get it. I don't agree with it, but right. we can still be humans. If you don't like the flyovers, that's fine. But be man enough to say it on the air. You know who else does not like flyovers? ISIS. Very good. Yep. I'm in. I'm, 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 yep. Okay. If you don't <laughs> like them, that's fine. Um, secondly, does he really, what, the way they said that was it was almost like ugh, that piece of shit Trump wasting money on jet fuel for flyovers. Fucking Trump. Does, I, I, do, I'm sorry. Was he involved? I, I, so, so the first thing that Harris and Biden are going to do is number one, they're going to take your guns. I'm kidding. They're going to show up and they're going to be like, no more flyovers. We're pissing money away. No more flyovers. Right. Really? Really? Secondly, you couldn't say her name right, his name right, and all of a sudden it was Padna. Ah. And that's your tax money at work. You know what else is my tax money at work, Mr. Joe Buck? Every time you get a fucking police escort to and from your hotel from the stadium, you sorry. If, hey. you, don't, if you don't like them, that's fine. The law enforcement that protects those pretentious assholes? Yeah. Uh, tax that, dollars. That, that's tax dollars. But. So they come out, and, and like I told you before we started, the reason that I know what they said was wrong was because they were backpedaling on social media on Monday, trying to justify what they said. I have always supported Aikman. I've always supported the military. No, no. You've always said you supported the military. Right. Do, do you really? I mean, saying and doing is completely different. Secondly, you're like, oh, no, we meant this, we meant that. No, you said something. You got caught. Just admit that you fucked up. And if you don't like it, then just say straight up, I don't like them. He tried to justify it by saying... I was just surprised that they had a flyover on a stadium that was half empty. Hey, and bare bones? Makes sense. Makes sense. But this was week seven. You've seen it five other times this year. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You've seen it nine other times because you also call the Thursday night games. Right. So, fuck you, dude. Stupid mistake. Just come out and say you're sorry. You you said something that was dumb. Even if you truly believe that, hey, whatever. I'm not going to argue with it. I mean, like we were talking about before we just started... Top five for fighting, sponsored by NotWaterBarbecue.com. Yep. Um, it, if that's your view, that's fine. Because yeah. if you really strip it down to it, yeah, for a half-empty stadium. But my opposite thought of that is it also is something that we're used to seeing. It's normal. So what do we want more than anything right now? Normalcy. Yeah. So, I mean, and like you were explained to me that, you know, these pilots need training hours. That counts. 
It's no different than your 15 or 16 year old being required to drive 120 hours yep. to get their license. They're, so, uh, in the military, pilots and, and the planes and the squadrons are required to fly a certain number of hours a month. And listen, we are, that stadium is 20 minutes away from the brain of the American military network. CENTCOM runs through McDill Air Force Base exactly. in Tampa. And we have more planes there than probably the rest of the East Coast combined. Right. We got plenty of planes to fly. They, they flew 20 feet, Troy. They flew 20 feet. Yeah. Dummy. What do you think the total flight time was? 25 minutes? Uh, they were probably in a holding pattern longer than they actually flew yeah. because they were waiting for the national anthem okay. to kick off. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. So, so I yeah, mean... Stupid. Just just say you're sorry. And, and I mean... More importantly, pay attention when your fucking mic's on. Yeah, what if he'd have been spanking it? <laughs> well, I mean, call that a Thursday. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we'd also like to acknowledge that um, even though I like Troy Aikman, I'm not a fan of Joe Buck, and um, I'm pretty sure that he only has his job because of Dead Day. Dead yeah, Day. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. I have my job because of my dad, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I don't think there's a professional belt user whipper around her in the around. Is there? No, he was fucking Indiana Jones with that belt. Love it. All right, um, dude. Uh, just we'll gloss over football. I yeah. mean, it's kind of turning out to what we thought. But dude, Tampa took it to Green Bay this week. Um, of course, after I gave a guy who was going to Vegas twenty five bucks to put twenty five bucks on Aaron Rodgers as MVP for me. <laughs> hey, you don't know. Let's try. Yeah, true story. Um, there's the last couple of weeks, some of the fantasy sites, uh, FanDuel being one of them, have had scoring issues. Apparently, there's one company or a couple of companies that do all the data uh, tracking and they submit the scores real time. Well, FanDuel two weeks ago had this massive problem, so they gave everybody that's got a FanDuel account a free voucher to to play in one of their contests. Have you ever it, done it? I have. Is, is it? I have. Is it fun? It, it's fun, but it's hard, man. It's it's hard. I mean, you you. That's what she said. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in just a minute. We'll, we'll go into FanDuel in just a second. So basically what they have is every week they have a contest. That the winner, first place, gets a million bucks. Okay. So they give you a voucher into that. Now here's that commercial yeah, 20 now times here, a day. Here's the problem. There's 400 and something thousand people in that contest. So right. you got to really know your shit. So after the, four, after the one o'clock games, I'm 62 points out of first place. First place is done. He's played. I have Aaron Rodgers and Mike Evans. I'm like, I got a shot at least hitting some money, right? Aaron Rodgers, three points. Mike Evans, two points. <clears throat> three. Only three, three more than points. us. Yeah, three, point, three more points than us. Uh, FanDuel, FanDuel is fun because you, like, my favorite part of fantasy football is the draft. It, it really is. It's so much fun, right? I don't think anybody can disagree right. with that. If you draft in your league and you get stuck with some wankers, like I've got a buddy whose first four picks in his draft are gone for the season already. You're, Bad yeah, here. you're kind of screwed, right? The with FanDuel, you get to do it every week. You have a salary cap, you pick them. It, it's kind of fun. The problem is that when you do these, um, there's no real money involved unless you're playing in one that has 400,000 people. Now, last year, uh, my brother and friend of the show, Ash Bishop, he had several guys that he worked with that were doing um, a friends league. Mm -hmm. So there was twenty. There was on FanDuel. Yeah, yep. There okay. was twelve of us, and it was five bucks a piece. But when you won, you got thirty bucks. Well, it's kind of easy to win when there's only twelve guys, right? Case of good beer. And for five, yeah, and for five bucks, I mean, I mean, you can. Pick, that's not even half of a lunch. So that was fun. Right. That was really fun. But I, I like it. But 
I, I think that what happens in FanDuel is there are a lot of guys that are really good at your it. Your chances of winning are your chances, very minimal. Your chances of winning a lot of money in FanDuel are the chances of you going to Vegas and leaving rich. Aren't you just better off just betting on games? Like, a, what do they call it, a trifecta? Like, picking three games yeah. and betting those. Like, don't you have a better shot of winning by doing that? Uh, I I think so. I, I think so. i that. No, I mean, it's okay to bet on games. I mean, it's the gambling's okay, legal in a go. lot of states. What do we got? Who's Detroit uh, playing this week? Uh, Jackson, no. Detroit plays Atlanta this week. So we're taking Atlanta. All in. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I, you know what? I don't know. I think, I think it depends on your knowledge of football. Right. If, you, if you're an overall football guy, like you know you know this guy's cornerback's out and, and blah, 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 you might be better off to, to bet against the line. Fantasy is, you know, it's all about matchups. It's it all is. about picking the right guy. The bitch of it is, is that you got to have – this is literally you have to have three sleepers that perform really well because you can't with the money they give you and the values that they set you can't just go pick Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, you know DK Metcalf, Matt Stafford. It, yeah, it makes it it makes it hard, but it's fun. But I I'm going to try and I, I'm going to try and set up the friends thing for the second half of the season and make the you know what is so it's three bucks. Yeah, you fuck know it. yeah fuck it right fuck I it. mean it's fuck it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good time. I mean, I can see why it's super popular. I can yeah. see why it's super popular. But the problem is that when you jump in those, there's guys that that's basically what they do for a living. Yeah, it's and to me, fantasies like you said, when the draft is over, I think everybody has that two or three days of <sighs> the draft's over. Yeah, like it's that that is all the fun. So I I don't know. Maybe we'll try it someday. I'll uh I'll work on getting it set up. All right, I'll talk to Ash. He Fair had enough. he had a set up last week. So, um. Tampa Bay gave that beat down to Green Bay. I was super surprised. Uh, tell me, Dallas doesn't look like hot garbage. I mean, I know you lost your quarterback, but Jesus Christ, I think you and I could have done better against the Cardinals than they did. Holy crap! I don't know. They had Andy Dalton. Do they run with Andy Dalton for the rest of the season? No. Dude, I mean, he's trash. Elliot Elliot hurt them a lot with those two fumbles, but I mean, <clears throat> that makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> Fucking nose ring, little prick. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like him because went to Ohio State. That's why I don't like him either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. That's so, why. I I think the the, the season's kind of playing out where I thought it was. The, here's here's the best part. Dallas is two and four, and they are one game up for the lead first place for first place of the NFC East. They are two and four, and they are a game ahead of the Eagles. Yikes. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Ask me, Greg. The winner of the NFC East. Finishes with a five and eleven record. Should the NFL let them in the playoffs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to. You, you can't say. In a perfect world, you can say, "Please, uh, guys, stop." So is that is that when you definitely want to be the number five? Uh, it's just the number an, five seed. <laughs> it's just an extra bye week for the playoffs. I oh mean, my but god! But no, it's yeah. The team for the NFC East is going to make the playoffs, and it'll be <sighs> hilarious. Hel- <laughs> I was listening. To, I was listening to Jim Rome yesterday, and um, he came on. Yeah, it was yesterday, and he was like, "I have a dream, and that dream is to see a six-win team make the playoffs." It, it dude, it and could it's happen. Going, it very well could happen. It could happen. Oh my god! Mathematically, it could happen. Well, I mean, Dallas plays. I have they played any of the NFC? Yeah, they played the Giants. That's one of their wins. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. It's just, I mean, it's it's going to be uglier than a broken ankle. I can tell you that much. Too soon. No, he's going to be fine. I see yeah, him walking around like I mean, good for. I am when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? 
good for that guy. Do you have that? Do you have that problem when you watch pro sports about how man, I really like that player, but fuck him because of that team he's on. Do you ever have that player? Oh, absolutely. I, I have that problem with Dak. I don't after seeing him. I like Dak Prescott, but I, but, like, but I don't like the Cowboys. The videos, I mean. it, oh, 100%. 100%. Like, like if he played for, I don't know, the Panthers. Could you root for the Panthers a little more? Brett Favre. Probably. Brett Favre's one of my all-time favorite quarterbacks. Yeah, but Got, he was a Packer, so. But he was a Packer, so fuck that guy. <laughs> but I was, What about when he was a Jet and when he was a Viking? Oh, I rooted for him. I, I absolutely rooted for him. I thought it was great. You know why? Because he didn't want to stop playing, and what guy can't relate to that? Fair. People can trash him all they wanted for playing as long as he did. You name one guy that wouldn't love to go back and play football again. Terrell Owens is still trying to get people to give him a shot. And how, dude, if you're Detroit, why do you not bring, well, maybe not Detroit because they have good receivers, but um, just no offensive line. Maybe they could bring Terrell Owens to play offensive line. I don't know. He's probably better than half their offensive line. Guaranteed he is. Um, no, I mean, and, and how do you not bring that guy in for at least a tryout? To to say let, let's just see. I think Terrell Owens is not physical he, ability. I think it's I think it's the mental aspect. Baggage. Yeah, I think so. He pl- he had that one flawless year in Cincinnati. He showed that he could be drama free. Terrell Owens. Yes, played with Ocho Cinco for one year. Damn, I don't remember that. One. You're right. Exactly. You're right. One year. Yeah. No problems. Fair enough. And he played with one of the biggest loudmouths in the league. Yeah. Talk about wasted talent. Yeah. Lady on Bell's a chief. Yeah. Probably going to win a ring. Probably. He ought to change his name from Le'Veon Bell to Ass Cancer. I, dude, I just <laughs> keep acting up until you're forced to get cut and then just go to a winning team and then I just guess. Be- start behaving. Does Adam Gase make it to week eight? It's the Jets, yeah. Ugh, fair. Yeah. All right. Worse ownership than Detroit. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah, fair enough. Ring the bell. Yeah. Ring it. There it is. All right. Minute to win it. All right. Um, you want the truth? I'm kind of out this week, even though we we've had. Um, That's okay, Greg. I know. I you said you've got me. You said you've got me. Do we do we move right into it? Do you want to? I mean, it's gonna. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been okay. pr- pretty excited about it all. All right. Well, for, for a while, it, ladies and gentlemen, Mike said he had a surprise for me this week, and he said it was so good that he didn't even want to tease me with it because he nope. didn't want to spoil it. So I'm I'm fucking ready. It's, I'm uh, in. We're going to school. Oh. We're going to have a public service announcement. The, the good old PSA. The only thing missing is that logo This is the more you know. Okay. Let's so see if I can find that shit and superimpose it. If anybody that is listening or watching that is not familiar with the show, I have a daughter who's a senior in high school at Countryside Junior Cougars. Um, senior year this year. So, you know, we're going to his, the games and watching these games. And I have had the pleasure of playing – football like you have like almost everybody we know has um i've coached for a long time from everywhere from little youth flag football all the way up to high school football um fair to say that i know the game pretty well fair like like all of us i mean you're you're a ref you know the game um you played you know you watch enough here is a lesson for football parents in the stands because last thursday we were at my daughter's game, at home game, um, and, of course, Countryside Junior Cougars. If Folks, I can tell you right now that this story ain't going to end well because I've already done two Countryside games this year, and it was rough. Um, jun- they were JV, but wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I sit in the stands, wave to my daughter, try to not embarrass her, but let her – she knows Dad's there. Let's, of course. We'll just put it that of way. Of course. Other people know Morgan's dad. 
especially the cheerleaders, in a good way. You got to make it fun. A non-Joe Biden way. Exactly. Um, my last name's not Harris. I'm not there to burn the place down. That, that comment does not necessarily yeah. mean that I endorsed you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've noticed over the course of a few years, when you're in game situations, when games are going on, parents say stupid shit during games. Mm-hmm. You may not hear it as much when you're refing on the field, but when I'm sitting in the stands, oh, I hear it. I want to straight throat punch people for the it. shit that they say during games. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, home or away, I it doesn't matter. So he, here's what I'll say. Parents, if you have your kids in sports, learn the game. The basics. Offense, defense, what's a penalty, what's a kickoff, what's a field goal, when to kick a field goal, what four downs mean, what to do on third down, not kick a field goal. Shout out to you, Dad, that said that on third down. Just kick it. My wife does this. Shut up. Just, just let it go. Do you want me to address that, actually, real quick? Sure. Actually, it's not a horrible idea to kick a, a field goal on third down if you're at the end of the game. Because if you kick if you kick a field Extenuating goal... Extenuating circumstances yes. aside. Yes. We're talking first half, people. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, no. Well, okay. No. We're, we're, we're talking first half. Um, I'll even go as far as to say third quarter. Uh, yeah. No. First half of the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, you, no, you're right. You're right. When you're getting blown out by 30. Okay, you, you, are, are we back on track? We're back now? on okay. track. Yeah, we're... So this is for you, parents. I'm just trying to help here. I'm not trying to rag on anybody or put anybody down. But if you just follow my advice, you will look like a intelligent football parent at games. Okay, Greg, so here's... A little situation. What I've done is I've created a little scenarios. Okay. Examples. Real life examples of what is said, what you should not say. And at the very end, I've I've got another little section of stuff maybe you should say instead. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. We'll get there. Is this what you needed the hat for? <sighs> yes. So I, I don't need these because I got to turn the mic away so it's not super loud when I yell. All right. Scenario number one. It's third and 10. Okay. So what I'm going to do is act out a little scenario. So the quarterback's in the huddle, right? Uh, he just comes in and calls a play. Let's say trip left, fake two, fake 32 X curl, whatever. Good. If you're a football guy, you probably That's know what I just That's my favorite said. play ever. There you go. That and why banana split. So break the huddle. Team comes to the line. Dad in the stands. Hey, get the first down. Oh, shit. Right? Why didn't I think of that? Quarterback calls the team back in. Quarterback pulls the receiver over. Says, hey, did you hear that guy in the stands? It's third and ten. Dude, we need to get a first down. We right? Should, we we, should, we, why weren't we doing that the first we, two plays? We, oh, my God. We need to get a first down. So the receiver says, oh, shit. I thought we were just going to give the defense a chance to play. No. Stop yelling, get the first down. Every week. Every, every, game, every, every week, game. almost 15 times a game, Ho- you're going to hear, get the first down. Hopefully, I'm not going to step on your feet here, but that on top of get the ball back or hit him or make that tackle. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get, see? Dumbasses. It's like you, it, it's... Every, right every Friday night, son. Every Friday night. All right, so here we go. 
Now we're going to switch it up a little bit. So now our team is on defense. Mm. Okay? Mm. It's third and goal, Greg. It's third and goal. Okay? So we got to get we got to get a touchdown. You got you got to score or it's a field goal try. Common knowledge, okay? So the defense gets in, defensive captain calls the huddle or calls the play. Okay, we're going to go run goal line, strong right, will fire. Okay? That means the weak side linebacker's going to blitz. Okay. So all right, cool. Break the huddle. Offense is coming to the line. Stop him! <laughs> Linebacker brings everybody back in. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Everyone get back in here. So we got to call timeout. Defensive coordinator comes on the field. Because all oh, you guys, I just heard that we need to stop them from scoring. You know that, right? Uncle Larry in row 17 is drunk off his ass, and if we don't stop them, he's going to have my ass when this game is over if we don't stop them. Who would know better what to do than drunk Uncle Larry? Nobody. That's why he's at the game. Right? They should get him a headset. Okay. (laughs) Oh, shit. I got to tell you that story, too. Go ahead. All right. So here we go. Here's another one. Now, we're going to stay on... We're going to switch to your end. Greg, we've got third and goal. Team's going to run. They've got across the goal line. It's really close. Whistle blows. Big pile. Separate that one team celebrating the touchdown, the other team celebrating the stop. We have to spread everyone out. Stop me if I get this wrong. Spread everyone out. Conference. Refs, get in there. Sorry, what do you got? Well, I got forward progress definitely stopped at the one-yard line. The whistle blew, and then he kind of crawled and rolled his way into the end zone, and they started celebrating. So I got him definitely short of the goal line. Okay. Break. So we got fourth and goal did not cross the the, the goal line. Parent. 75 yards away, field level, looking across the field on the opposite angle. Ref. What the fuck? He was in. Every week. Okay, ref, back in. All right. Turns his mic on. After further review, the guy in the stands, his name is Eric. He manages a Chuck E. Cheese, never played football a day in his life. (laughs) Seems to think that he was in for the touchdown. (laughs) So, therefore, after further review and discussion... We've got a touchdown. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Thanks thanks to Carl. Thanks. Every week, dude. Thanks. Every week. Thanks, little Eric. Appreciate it. It's never going to fucking happen, people. If they call him short, he's short. Bitch and moan all you want. The call's not going to change. Ever. Start pumping up your defense. Yeah. We'll get to that. Just Could you imagine ever this happening, ever in, ever in football? I, I don't have to imagine it. I deal with all every one of those that you've said so far, I deal with every Friday night. Okay. Every Friday night. All right. So this I, even end, have, I even have a couple that I can tell you about here. This ends the role play scenario for now of, of today's public service announcement. Okay. The more you know. To piggyback on you, last Friday night, we did a game that ended 16 to 13. Um, the team that lost, the kicker missed a 62-yard field goal by about three yards at the end of the game. Oof. It was a great football game. It was a really good football game. However, the team that won turned the ball over in the red zone four times. They turned it over in the end zone twice. That's why this team was in it. There was a spot where a play they happened on the— In it to win it? They were in it to win it. 
There was a play where the 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 quarterback dropped back to pass, ran forward, got hit at the one, spun around and thrown back into the end zone. What's the call? Spun him around? Yeah, he he hit him at the one, spun around and threw him back into the end zone. Balls at the one. The ball's at the one. Easy enough Forward to see. Forward progress is stopped. All the way at the other end of the field, a, a a parent screaming. That's a safety. We got two referees within five yards of this guy, but we don't know what we're talking about. It every it's every week, man. It's crazy. Go ahead. Look, look, okay, I'll also I'll also insert this. You don't have to like the call. When I coached, there was a lot of calls I didn't like. But it's different when you're coaching than when you're in the stands because we know the game generally a little better than people in the stands for the most part. And we have a better view of what happens on the field. But as you can attest to, not every call is going to get seen. No. Doesn't mean it wasn't a penalty. You got 22 kids that are going 22 different directions at the snap. Full speed. And there's a lot of calls at the high school, youth, junior high, even the college level that don't get called because they don't affect the play. Correct. Right. Well, I'm not going to call holding on the backside 30 yards away that it has doesn't affect no the play. No bearing on the play. I'm going to give him a warning. Right. Now, if he does it again, he'll sure. probably get popped. Because at that level, you're also trying to teach the kids. Even at the high school level, they no, are still no, trying to teach them. That level them. is only about winning because <laughs> the guy who wins the Pinellas County District 5, he's going to get to be the head coach at Georgia Tech next year. Oh, within a year. You knew that, right? Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. Just, just ask little Eric up in the stands. <laughs> okay. Eric. So here comes to the PSA. Learn the game. Stop yelling stupid shit at the ref. And instead, enhance your trash talk. It makes it, it doesn't make you look dumb. Makes you look funny as hell. It does. Trust me. It does. This will work. So I'm going to give you a few examples. Feel free to write these down. Jot them down. There'll be a quiz at the end. So, okay. So let's say we've got a running back. We're the, we're on defense. They're running back. Number twenty is running the ball. Okay. So he runs. He's within earshot has a bad play or something like that. So as a parent, you yell out, Hey, 20, did you wear that number for Barry Sanders? Is that your average fumbles per season? Simple, not crude. Simple, effective. Simple, easy. Honest. And that's that's good. Yeah. Right? That's now, really good. Because chances are dads are going to be like, shit, that was pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Here's where things may get a little more, let's say, to the college level. Or in a playoff game, this is acceptable. Okay. All right. So let's say um, you've got a receiver. His last name, we're going to use the last name of Ford. Okay. Okay. Drop by, not having a great game, but our team is beating them. He's got a crucial catch, drops a ball on third and whatever. Could have been a first down or whatever. So then you yell, hey, Ford, that's the same last name of the clinic your coach is going to end up from watching your shitty highlights all season. <laughs> How easy, right? Not swearing. Lovely. Right? Lovely. Creative trash talk. And Creative. again, parents around you will more than likely laugh unless it's Ford's parents. In that case, they won't be. Still should be. They, but they're though. probably already at the clinic because they've had to deal with that son of a bitch for or how many years? Or already drunk. Yeah, 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 one of the two. Fair enough. So... Sticking with that theme, we're going <laughs> to... This one cracked me up writing it. So we're on offense. Our running back has a great play, or has, has a good play, and the linebacker may be struggling or something like that. So then you can say, Hey, 54, 
You should hit running backs as hard as your mom hits the bottle. Creative, right? Yes. I'm just, you know, yell shit other than yelling at the ref about stuff you don't know about. It's it's easy. Um, And, okay, here's my last one. This is a pretty good one. So, again, they may have a receiver that's struggling. Drop a wide open pass right in front of you. Detroit Lion or not. Who knows? Let's just say the receiver drops a ball right in front of the player bench, front of the stands and everything like that. You can say, hey, 80, if I stuck my arms in a wood chipper, I'd still have better hands than you. That's brilliant. Seriously. That's good. And you don't have to worry about pissing off the refs. Parents around you may be laughing. Kids' egos are shattered at the high school level. Causes them to, to play even worse. Your team wins. You're welcome. That's nice. Yeah. Here's a, I typically have a so, couple. My, my last note, be better. Yeah. I mean, well, listen, the biggest problem that I have and the reason that I consider every year about not doing this anymore is simply because the parents are assholes. It, it, you've seen it in youth. You, you dealt with it in youth. You, even when you were coaching flag, when you were coaching, Dylan, when you were coaching high school. Quick side note. Yeah. I did write all of those. I love it. I, I could tell you wrote it. They had your they had your signature on them. Giggling like an idiot. These people think that their kid is out here playing high school football and that it's literally worth millions of dollars. It's not about being a team player. It's not all not about learning how to get along with other people. It's not about even the fact that you might lose. If if a team loses, it's always somebody else's fault, right? Right. Uh, my your, your kid gets hit. He fumbles the ball. Well, the ball was underinflated, or the J- Jupiter's third moon was out of alignment with Saturn's fifth ring. Or it's always something. It's it could not possibly be that maybe that kid that hit your son was bigger, stronger, and faster. Maybe just a better football player. It happens. Maybe your kid just had a bad day. But it but it, never. It happened to to our countryside Cougars last week. It, Clearwater is a got a massive defensive line. Clearwater is a pretty decent football team. They're just a better team that yeah. played much better last week and beat Clearwater. Or beat countryside soundly. Countryside's not that good this year, from what I'm hearing. They, they could be, but it could be coaching too. I don't yeah. Know. Well, let, let I'm gonna me... tell you right now. If any of you guys are watching this from countryside, which I know Harrison and Gianni and some of the guys that do, there's a kid on on countryside number four. His name's Leroy. Does he play for JV? The JV kid, the running back? No, no, no. He plays on varsity. Okay. Um, fastest kid on the field is for some reason not used very much in offense. There again. Be better. Did he just come up? Because uh, I did. I did Countryside's first JV game, and all they did was give this kid the ball, and he ran all over the field. No, it's it's it, it, okay. Leroy's been on. He's he's okay. friends with Morgan. One of the it, Morgan always says that that's her buddy Leroy. So that's how I I've never gotcha. met the kid, but my God, is this kid fast? So we're at we're at Countryside about four weeks ago, and three or four years ago, when the drones became a big thing, everybody wanted to fly their drones over the field because they wanted to film. Well, the FHSAA came out and said there's no drones allowed over the field. There's no drones allowed over the track. There's no drones allowed over the stadiums, over the seating. Mm Because if it crashes, it can hurt somebody. Sure. It's a safety issue. They had to be back. So we go to kick off two weeks ago, three, four weeks ago for this game, and I look up, and the drone is right in the center of the field on the 50-yard line. So I blew the whistle, and I said, that can't be there. Right. And the coach goes, yeah, it can. I said, no, it can't. And he goes, oh, we have a letter. That lets us do it. I said, from who? He said, from the SFOA, which is our officials organization. I said, no, you don't. He says, well, we have a letter. I said, do you have it? Can I see it? He goes, well, I don't have it with me. 
So I said, so if you knew that this was going to be an issue and it was something that you had to have a letter, a for, letter for, which is bullshit. Like I'm driving down the road, I don't really need a driver's license. Fuck it, right? That could never come up. It's at home. So this guy, he used to be an official and he runs his mouth on the sideline all the time because he thinks he knows everything. What? Yeah, he, and he thinks he knows everything, but he's he's a dipshit. Right. He kept screaming this and that and that and this, and he finally said something about how to do this. And I turned him, I looked him dead in his face, and I said, "If you say one more word, you will not be coaching next week." Said I've had it with your mouth. Shut up. Can you guys do that? Absolutely. If I if they if they you get can ejected, eject a coach. Oh yeah. And oh. and if a coach gets ejected, they get fined money. Really? Yes. Real world money. Real world money. Um, Teacher salary. Yeah. And if you get ejected from a game this week, you're not allowed to be around or on the sidelines for the next week. Right. So yeah. Same with players. Yeah. yeah. So he shut up really quick. Yeah. But this was the best one. Um, I, I can't remember his name. Several few years ago, there was a wide receiver played for the University of Florida. His name was like Lewis Riley or. Can't remember his name. He's the head coach at Gibbs High School now. So my buddy, who um, I do a lot of contract work for, who's who's the guy who actually got me into officiating, is super excited that he's going to do Gibbs game the first week because he's a big. He went to UF and he's a big mm-hmm. UF fan and he and he really liked this guy. Right. He gets down there and he's a wing on the sideline and he keeps hearing these weird noises. Well, come to find out, Gibbs has got a, a speaker in their quarterback's helmet. Really? Oh yeah, that's a no no. You're not allowed to have any electronic equipment on the field in, right. in the helmets. So he says something. He goes, Coach is no, no. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to see his helmet. So they pull it off and they've got a speaker in there and they're calling plays in and talking to the kid. And you know what the coach says? Everybody else does it. Um, no, they fucking don't. <laughs> so people like, do crack. So yeah. Is- and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, is, is high school football that important? Is it really? It, I mean, to some, you could argue that it is, you know, to some, I'm not saying, but you know, you not know what? all players go to college. There's, there's a lot of players that that's how they get to high to college. And I acknowledge that, but you know what, even if your team isn't any good and you're rushing for 125 yards a game, you're still going to have, you're still going to have the opportunity to go to college. You, um, you can still call plays without a speaker in your helmet. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it just like everybody else. You uh, gotta, you called, gotta, they're called wristbands. You gotta cheat. At high school football, I, I just don't. I don't get it, man. I, and and we deal with it every week. We, I we had we had to be a fair. It's Gibbs. Yeah, we had a, a a parent track us down last week. Two Christian schools, uh, Clearwater Christian Academy and Cardinal Mooning out of Sarasota, Uh-oh. to tell us that we were the worst fucking officials that he'd ever seen in his life. Um, I got a review on Friday night's game. Out of a hundred, do you know what my score was? Sixty-two. 98. Oh, good for you. That was my review. That was our review. Our lowest score from our review from the guy who reviews the official was a 96. Good for you. But we're the worst fucking officials that he's ever seen. Bar none. I, I, I looked sure at, as Jesus I looked, got sandals, you're the worst court ref I've ever seen. I looked him dead in his face and I said, that's a really nice Christian attitude, sir. Yeah, he kept did walking. Did Jesus tell you to say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. When he was over in the screw, when he was over in the, in the bleachers saying, stop him. Get the sack. Yeah. Get the ball back. Those are fun, dude. I, li- I like that. It's every week, but you do hear it every week. It cracks me up. If you guys want some fun, just go to your local high school football game and just don't even go for the football game. Just go don't. for the entertainment. It's like a wrestling match. Don't, because you're getting a fight. Don't. You're going to want to throat punch people, I'm telling you. Yeah, it, this this idea instantly popped in my head last Thursday night. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I love it. It was great. I, I, I smell some creative juices flowing. It was great. And I didn't have to pee. So I so I started thinking about it, and I'm like, this will be fun to do. I didn't have to pee. All right, then. Common sense, man. Yeah, good enough. Get the ball back. Stop them. And as I hear in this, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use that one. 
Good enough. The trash talk was just extra fun. I liked it. I wish you hit running backs as much as your mom hits the bottle. Yeah. I wrote that. Uh, you, you, I, I love it. It's so good. Amy's, Anything else? Amy's laughing her ass off. Of right course now. she is. Of course. Because yeah. she's sitting there with you. Yeah, for sure. You're going to miss it. Oh, no. She's laughing her ass off listening to this. Yeah. You're yeah. going to you're gonna miss it when you don't have to go on every, every week. I, 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 we only have three left. So, yeah. I, I think I, I, I have am, Countryside in two weeks. Uh, at Northeast? Nope, I have to look it up. I'll, I'll look it up at breaking time. Our, our, our last game is at Northeast. We do. We do pretty much have. I know I have countryside. It might be JV though. I gotta check. Yeah, we play Northeast at home this week. Someone else at home next week, and then we go back to Northeast in the final game because they canceled the East Lake game for some reason. Not that any of you care, but East Lake is not good this year at all. Fuck East Lake. I agree. Is it, is it break time? Yeah, I, I I need a I need a, I need a timeout. <laughs> Anything? No, I have to pee. So, Greg, do you like meat? More than life itself, Mike. Do you like to grill? More than life itself, Mike. Who doesn't, right? Because uh, we're men. Of course. American men. American. Who does not love to fire up the grill during the summer and just have a good old-fashioned meat cookout, right? I know who. I know. ISIS. <laughs> the, they don't like to do that. True story. Right. But we here in America do. That's correct. And I guarantee you that's not going to happen without our favorite barbecue sauce. Ever again. Or hot sauce or Ever anything. Ever again. Guess who makes it? I don't know, Mike. Who? I'm going to tell you. Tell me. And that's not water barbecue Not with a water K. barbecue with a K? Yeah. Oh, my God. It sounds delicious. Tell me about it. Greg, <laughs> let me tell you this. When you go to slather on this barbecue sauce from not water barbecue, <laughs> on whether it's chicken or ribs or whatever you're doing, You'll hear angels singing over your shoulder while you're putting that barbecue sauce on your meat. It's true. It's incredible. Or if you're going to do up some wings, you use some of their world-famous pepper sauces. I prefer the mild and the hot mixed together. Um, Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I challenge you to find me a better sauce. I know that people are tired of hearing about it, but you're going to have to keep listening because this stuff is absolutely amazing. You will not find a better sauce. Yeah. Period. As if that can't get any better, Greg. Why don't you hit them with some other better, with, with some good news? Not Water Barbecue has lowered their prices across the board. Yes, let me tell you about how they've lowered their prices across the board. They basically everything they've knocked like I think fifteen percent off their normal price. Now you get free shipping at twenty five dollars, and if you use the code Fighting Ten F I G H T I N G one zero, you get an extra ten percent off of your order because you are a fan family member and friend of the top five for fighting podcast what we call it is a meat vip it's a meat v you know what that is what we call it i got it written right here and i didn't say it show me anywhere else where you can go get a bottle of the best barbecue sauce i've ever tasted for 4.99 you can't that it, it's insane it's and stupid it, it, it's crazy stupid it's it's just dumb but seriously if you have not tried this do yourself a favor order a bottle of their sauce or their pepper sauce or their dry rub. Their dry rub is fantastic. They have two rubs, their original or the sweet heat. And when I say sweet heat, I mean sweet heat. As Philip Eddy says, it's a game changer. Phil, no lie, broke the system because he ordered so much they ran out of stock and we had to wait for them to get restocked because of super fan Phil Eddy. Yep. But in all seriousness, do yourself a favor. Try Just try it and I dare you to not like it not water barbecue k-n-o-t-w-a-t-e-r-b-b-q.com that's not water with a k code fighting 10 you know what's even more impressive than what's their sauce more impressive than their sauce that we just did this without even a script that's right 
We just well, It's so good we could do this off the top of our head. For an hour and a half. Because most people just read off advertisements and they're like, yeah, I got to read this, such and such. But no, we use it, we eat it, we love it, and we will sing it till the end of time. Not water barbecue with a K. Dot com. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Better um, than ever. Yeah. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do triple trivia. My favorite. It is your favorite, and you're good at it. And uh, I, I enjoy doing it. So So, so. Where are we at score-wise? Triple trivia? Yeah. Or no, I'm thinking of the next game. Never oh, mind. um... That's my that's the, my new favorite. The next one. Oh, I, I like it, too. And it's yeah, fun. triple trivia is fun. It's fun to put together. Okay, so last week's movie was... Very creative on your part, by the way. Well, thank you. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Okay. So somebody from Deadpool 2 or somebody associated in the direction of Deadpool 2... Could be anybody. Was Yeah, it could be a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people. Okay, so in August of 2018, Hildur Gudnadin was hired to compose the film's score. That person began writing music after reading the script and met with the director, who had a lot of strong ideas about how he thought the score should sound. She worked on the score alongside the score for the drama miniseries Chernobyl, and she said switching between the two was challenging because the scores were so different. She won a Grammy, an Emmy, and an Oscar for her work on both of these. Celine Dion. No, I told you the name. Hildur Gwotinatin. Oh, no. I, That's the composer. I was thinking Celine Dion because she did the original song for Deadpool 2. Oh, that's right. She sure did. Yes. Okay, yes. No, um, no, not Celine Dion. And that is not really a huge hint, but I thought it was impressive. This person won a Grammy, an Emmy, and an Oscar for the work on the music on this movie. So this and person Chernobyl. is associated with Deadpool 2 in some way. This person is not. They are associated with the movie that has someone from Deadpool in it. I will tell you, it's a person that was in Deadpool 2. An actual actor? Yes. Fuck. I mean, you got me with the... Right. That's a hard composing. one. composing. Yeah, I, I'm out. I, Originally, I Warner Brothers wanted Martin Scorsese to make this film with Leonardo DiCaprio as the lead and Robert De Niro to play another character in it. This is 2018? Fact, it's actually 2019 when the movie so came out. recent. Yeah. Very recent. Shit. A, someone in Deadpool 2. So, yeah. What kind of movies does Martin Scorsese usually make? Oh, it's all crime movies. Like mobster movies, right? Right. Yeah. The Departed. The Departed and Goodfellas and Wicked Irishmen. Yeah. Um, shit. So I'm just thinking of that. Josh Brolin was... Yeah. Yeah. But Josh Brolin... What the hell? Sicario? No. Yeah, it's actually not Josh Brolin. Okay. Josh Brolin's not the link. Sicario was awesome. I've not seen it, but it's on my list. One I and two. Uh, just when, when watching back to back, Benicio del Toro, amazing. Yeah, he's so kinda, is Josh Brolin. He's underrated. Josh Brolin has one of the best torture scenes I've ever seen for Ooh. terrorists. We don't call it torture; we call it um, encouraging them to talk. Yes. I. <laughs> glub glub. Glub glub. Waterboarded. Oh, it's uh, amazing. It's the worst. Like, not to. Veer off from the game, no, but when, when Brolin comes in with Crocs and cat in cargo shorts, and the the terrorist is tied to the chair and he slaps, down, he's just chewing gum. Hey, bud, hey, sport. Puts down a laptop and turns it around, and it's a satellite feed of his house with his kids. Say, it's a good looking family. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be good. <laughs> 
it's intense. Both movies are fantastic. That's the, that's the drug movie, right, Sicario? It has yeah. to, yes. The, it's a lot, cartel. It's all cartel stuff. Yes. Um, fantastic. The music in that movie stands out, which is also why I, that made me think of that. But anyway, back to the game. Back to the game. Stop him. Back to our sponsors. Um, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Uh, okay. Scorsese is a big hint. I know it's got to be a hint, but I can't think of anybody in Deadpool two. Well, off the top of my head, there was in a Scorsese. Movie. Listen to it again. Originally, Warner Brothers wanted Martin Scorsese to make this film with Leonardo DiCaprio as the lead and Robert De Niro. Wait a second. Hold on. They wanted Scorsese to do a Joker movie. It's Zazzy Beats. Yeah, it's right. It's Joker. You're goddamn right. It is nice. Well, I, well, I read it to you. Twi- no, it, it's there were hard hints. This was the first R-rated movie in history to make a billion dollars worldwide. The film stayed on top of UK's box office for six consecutive weeks, which became the first film since Avatar in 2009 to do that. Costing $55 million, the film is the least expensive film to ever gross $1 billion. That's nuts. Deadpool was just over 60. Yeah. 61, I think, if, if I remember correctly. In September 2019, director and co-writer Todd Phillips said he wants comic book movie fans to know that there is no chance of Joaquin Phoenix villain and Robert Pattinson's Batman ever crossing over on the big screen. He added that doesn't mean Pattinson won't ever possibly face off against Joker. It just won't be his version of the Joker, which is is legitimate because there are so many universes and incarnations of the Joker. But you know, you know what Johnny Manziel says about that? Yep, show me the money. Yeah, yeah. where's Johnny Manziel right now? When the truck backs up and they say, "Oh yeah, well you're gonna pay me how?" M- yeah, um, yeah, right. Uh, looks like we're making that movie. I, I doubt it, but don't ever say never because if a studio wants somebody, the, they will write the This check. was also in September 2019 before Joker made a billion dollars. Correct. And and at, that was at the point where they're saying, no, nah, we're not going to do a sequel, and now there's already a sequel in the works. So yeah. there was a lot of stories about how everybody talked about how Joaquin Phoenix was such an asshole to work with on this movie. Um, and that's been refuted several times by several people that worked on the on the set. Uh, Todd Phillips said that Joaquin Phoenix would walk out of a lot of takes and he would just turn around, and walk, and turn around and walk out. And he would always come back, Joaquin Phoenix, and say, it's not you, it's me. I didn't like where I was at. He's a weird dude. He, he is, He's but... He's a weird dude. I'll tell you what, he fucking nailed it. Amazingly him and, talented. Uh, him and De Niro did not get along well at all because De Niro... Likes, Fuck De Niro. He likes to do things a certain way and Phoenix doesn't like to do them that way. So they acknowledged that they don't like to do things that way, and they're they're friends, but they didn't get along well acting together. You know, you know, the, the, you know the best part of De Niro in that movie when he got shot, he got what he fucking deserved. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. I agree. I didn't. Yeah, whatever. Great okay. movie. It great. It, is, it is a really good movie. It's a, it's a it's a movie that's hard to watch again and again. I'll never forget when we saw it. Richard's first reaction. It's very good, but I'll never see it again. <laughs> It's just a dark movie. I might watch it again, but it's not going to be like something that just pop, gets popped on the DVD player for ambiance because it's it's rough. That, that's not a Friday night good time. Let's have drinks in a movie. Yeah, Mo- no, no. That's a Friday night. Hey, who's got the heroin? Hey, when you feel like your life's total shambles and shit, watch the Joker. Yeah, you're doing okay. Okay, so I know that it's top five feud. Yes, but I fell into a rabbit hole this week, and oh, shit. because it's Halloween, I decided. The topic this week is movies with the most deaths in them. Ooh. Okay. Juicy. Juicy. Now, because... We need a buzzer check. Okay. Because of the way this went, I don't have the top five. I have the top ten. Okay. 
So you get a half a point for each, but I'm also going to give you one more strike because there's a lot of wow. movies here. Now, you gave me a lot of a lot of hints last week, and I was horrible at last Dad, week. You, hey, you got what? Two points? I got one. I only got one. Oh, I thought you got two. Anyway. I only got one. You weren't, you weren't skunked. So I'm going to tell you this right now. There's one movie on here that you will not get because I right. had never heard of it. So I've got the top 11. But none of these movies are horror movies. With the most deaths in them. Yes. And that's what I was going for. This is a... Tr- yeah. But then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I probably should have gone horror movies with the most death in it, but it, I was so intrigued by the answers that I saw, I'm like, maybe I'll have to do that later. So this is the movies that have the most deaths in it. Now, to give you one more hint, number 11 had 256 deaths in it. See... Okay, are these on-screen deaths that are shown? Yes. Okay, so Man of Steel is out because they killed like a billion people in that at the end of that Correct. movie. Correct. Independence Day. Correct. So these are actual. Yes. God. Two of these movies are from the same series. From the two two of the I let, that's the last the last one. Two of these movies are from the same trilogy. Hold on, John Wick. Oh my God! I think John Wick only had sixty-seven deaths in it. Only 67. Only. I just told you number 11 was 256. Only 67. <laughs> We're not going to count that one. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a freebie. Because there's there's a bunch here. But when you we, when you hear them, you will... I mean, right off the bat, something... I mean, shit. Fuck. So I've got four strikes? You'll get four strikes, yeah. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna. We're going to bend the rules a little bit this week. Because you don't get as many points per answer, but... There's more an- there's more answers you can get. These so. are all movies that are recent, like say within the past twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Man, deaths. <laughs> I mean, John Wick comes to mind automatically. Yeah, that, that that's why that stood out. You got to think think on a grander scale than John Wick. God, I want to say Kill Bill so bad, especially with all the. Think on a grander scale than Kill Bill. Think I'm... on a scale of like. Um, that's where I'm stuck. Think on a scale of like Saving Private Ryan. Oh shit! I mean, we're talking, we're talking are, ass, blood, and guts all over the place. Yep. Yeah, the military movies are too, are also. I mean, we were soldiers. Holy shit! Yes, that was tenth. Three hundred and five. That had three hundred and five deaths in it. Wow, that one. Kate, for instance. Number eight, you'll never guess this, right. is a movie called Hard Boiled. It was John Woo's last film that he made before he came to Hollywood. It has 307 deaths in it, and it's about two cops trying to rescue a kid. Holy hell. Yeah. So think like that. Okay. Um, so, yes, we were soldiers, 305. Good job. I mean, just... And that makes me want to say Saving Private Ryan because you threw it out there. I, But I wouldn't have given you an example that was on the list. I'm, okay. I'm not... Fair, I'm, not, I'm not that big fair of a dick. Enough. I'm a dick, but I'm not that big of fair. a dick. <laughs> or one of my favorite lines in From Dust Till Dawn. I may be an asshole, but I'm not a fucking asshole. Right? Um, shit. Military movies are easy go-tos. Now I'm drawing a blank like you did. Um, can I get another hint? Are any zombie movies on this? No zombie movies. Because that's another easy good Dust yeah. Till Dawn shot yeah. right into my head. No, listen, none of these are horror movies. None of these are scary movies. Um, 
they I, I would say that all of these are I would classify as an as an action or a war movie. Um maybe like fantasy fiction, science fiction movies like that. Day after tomorrow stands out with that weather movie with um Jake Gyllenhaal. A lot of people froze to death in that movie. Um shit. War movies. Platoon? Fuck. There's one. Um I was stunned when I when I when I looked at these. I I I should have done the horror and done this later, but I couldn't I couldn't no, walk the, away. This is good. This is creative because like instantly it's Halloween, so you'd automatically think right. but but if you think about it, the kills in those movies, I'm totally who wants to be a millionaire this this crap. Everyone's got a story on that show for every answer. Yeah. Well, when I was 10, I saw... They shut up and answer. Seven's my favorite number, so I'm going to go with 14. What? Right, yeah. Um, well, my mom can drink 17 drinks in one night, so I'm going to say 17. Um, inside joke. Um... Fuck, dude. I, I'm I'm literally at a loss here. I, uh, you threw me several hints last week. One of these movies is a movie that you have told me consistently about how it's one of your favorite movies ever made. Uh, one of my favorites ever? It's Armageddon, but there was... No. Nope. Th- it doesn't show a lot of people literally dying in that movie. You loaned me this movie to watch the first time I saw it. I loaned it to you. Yeah. When we were, when we were at Lockheed. You gave me the steelbook version of it, I think. Oh, Battle oh. Los Angeles. No, not not Battle Los Angeles. That's it was sci-fi. Yeah, it was it was the other one. Holy shit, I'm drawing a total blank. Um, I okay. How I'm about just gonna start throwing shit out? Um, how about um, it's probably the biggest trilogy that's ever been on the on the screen. It probably made it, it made more money than. It made a shitload of money, and there was like three versions of each movie. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yes, but which ones? Oh, balls. Uh, Return of the King. Okay. Had to have a shitload of deaths in it. Return of the King was number one. Thank God. 836 people died in the extended version of Return of the King. Yeah, I do own that. But that that wasn't the one I was talking about. Really? Yeah. Well, I got two points, so I'm happy. So, um... God, trill it now! Now that that that's a big enough hint. Actually, Trilogies. actually, we went actually we went halvesies on these since there's ten answers, so you have one point. But oh yeah, 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 you're, you're right. It's all right. Was that <laughs> shit? I if you feel stupid. two towers it has to be on there. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. Okay, the two towers was 468 people died in that version, <laughs> in, the, oh. in the extended version. A lot of orcs and urukai died in that. Yeah, a lot of people. Nerd alert. Some of these you probably won't get, but some of it you probably could. I'm. I mean, I I've already got a point and a half, so I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, shit. Last hint. This is the movie I was referring to. Gerard Butler. Oh, 300. All right, that's. That's two points. I'm tapping. I, I, ironically, I, I don't know where else to go. Ironically, 600 people died in 300 <laughs> on screen. Twice the fun. Okay, number 11 was Starship Troopers. 
256. Makes sense. Number nine was Titanic. 307. Best death in the movie? Yeah, the prop. Bounces uh, off clank. the prop. Number seven was Grindhouse. Never saw it. Me either, but I... I Makes I, sense. 310. Yep. You got number six was The Two Towers, 468. Number five was The Last Samurai. Never saw it. Me either. Five Cruz. 558. Samurai makes sense. Wow. All they do is kill people. Number four was Troy. Fuck. 572. Number three, 300. Number two, Kingdom of Heaven. Never saw it. Me either. 610. Orlando Bloom. Yes. Yeah. 610. And I still know the movie. I haven't seen it. Right? Okay. That was that was a little different. Um, oh, I, I liked it. I already know what your next topic is, too. So I oh, already did the research okay, cool. on it. Oh. Two points. I'm happy. I mean, you did good. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll I'm good that. with it. You know, one thing we didn't talk about, you didn't do movie news this week. No. I got so excited with the other shit that I'm like, no, that's this good will enough. probably eat up enough time. Well, there's listen, there hasn't been a whole lot of movie news. Um, I was going to pull up the box office. Uh, Liam Neeson's new movie was number one, uh, Honest Thief or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, Disney re-released. It should have been called Honestly Stop. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Disney re-released... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, which I mean, they should makes have. perfect sense. It does make perfect sense. But you you te- texted something to us the other day that um, I'd like to go into because I think that we probably have some pretty good insight. You know what? And some ideas on it. Let's get into it. Coming to America, not coming to T O. Coming to the number two America. The sequel was slated to come out on Christmas Day this year. Or if you're from Texas. Yep. If you're if two. you're from Texas, it's two. Yeah was slated to come out at Christmas time this year, and it got pushed back. And I think that was Paramount that, that made this movie, because they made the first one. Yes. But now you found some news out about that. So I did. talk to us and tell us what's going down. Uh, Amazon purchased the rights to the movie for a mere $125 million, 120 or $125 million, one of the two. Not sure. I don't remember. Um, and that movie will be getting released on Amazon Prime instead of in the theaters. So if you're a Prime member, like us, like... Pretty much everybody. Yeah. If you have Prime, you'll be able to see Coming to America 2 when it comes out. When it comes out. And no extra fee. You don't have to pay to see it, right? inside news that almost nobody knew, um, this weekend, which by the time you see this, you'll... Well, I mean, yeah, they'll they'll see this tonight. Today, yep. Um, Borat sequel comes out on Prime this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody even knew that he was shooting this movie. No, they didn't. So... Well, yeah. to be fair, he could have shot this movie in two weeks. I mean, it's Borat. You know what I mean? To but, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. So I, when you sent that to me, I was working on something, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know, that'd be pretty cool. And then it hit me, and I texted it back to, like a fucking, yeah. Was my dad in the room? <laughs> Score! Goinks. At what point do we start discussing the fact that the streaming services are trying to sabotage, hypothetically, this is this is all supposed, I have no facts, just things to think about. Right. At what point do we stop and say, are the streaming companies trying to sabotage the theaters? I think it's China. You think it's China? <laughs> I. It's not, I'm going to tell you what, that's not a far-fetched thought at all. Because look at what's happening. Regal went out of business. They were the second leading chain compared to AMC. Um, was it Richard or you that had 
that had read or seen that AMC has about six months worth of cash left. Richard said that they, they said they have about six months worth of cash to operate. That's with. not even getting them far enough for the Marvel and comic book movies to start. That doesn't even get them year. to Ghostbusters in March. No, because this was all. this was last month. Do I think that's going to happen? No, AMC is too bad. The theater industry, I I don't think it will be, regardless of Pelosi wants it to happen or not, will go out of business. I hope, um, but as far as streaming services, I don't think that's a far-fetched idea at all because they can see there's money to be made. This this is why this is what I I'm seeing and putting together. Now I may be wrong. I I'm, I'm I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but I also acknowledge that there's forces out there at work that we don't know about. That that dark forces. Yeah, yeah dark forces. So we've had six months of jack shit in the theaters and these companies these companies were hemorrhaging money before covid hit in the words of the hot katie can confirm can confirm so and then as everything's trying to come back stuff keeps getting pushed i mean too far black widow too far time, away another you know no time to die why are we pushing back movies a full year when they're ready to release now yeah so 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 we don't know what's going on but let's let's stop and think about this for a second Let's say that you don't have the ability to go to the movie theater anymore unless it's just a local theater like, you know, the Sunset Cinema up here or something because there's just there's no there's no market for them and they can't they're they're losing money. So now all the movies that are getting released, all the movies that are getting released are either released on Apple TV, which has now happened with Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's not going to be on TV this year. You have to have Apple TV to see it or buy the DVDs, which of course I have. So now, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, now they're the only place that you can see Black Widow. So since they know that, well, hey, if you guys want to see Black Widow, you're going to have to pay $14.99 a month, not $7.99 a month, or $22.99 a month, or $35.99 a month. Now, instead of having Hulu, you have to have Hulu subscription package. or And it's obvious that these companies can sustain that because they're busy paying people like Ryan Reynolds $27 million to make Six Underground. They're busy giving Adam Sandler four movie deals at $62 million a pop. Um, they're paying $125 million. And look, Amazon have, makes enough money that they can afford to stumble with this to begin with. Is it is it a game that's being played? Or are they just trying to get people... Are they just trying to get the movie out? Amazon or Paramount, has sold this for $125 million. That says to me one of two things. It says, number one, we do not believe that we're going to get $125 million out of this movie because it's not that good, which I don't believe because it's going, they had it slated for a Christmas release. Or number two, it's we can't wait long enough to get our money back, and Amazon's going to give us money with some back-end cuts. Right. It, it says one of those two things. Great points. I, I can't argue either of those because, well, the one, the only argument I can say is I don't think this movie is going to be not good because of the people in it. It's it's Eddie Murphy and it's Arsenio Hall. I, you hope. I mean, granted, you hope, they, they've you been out of the be game good. for a while, but dude, two of the funniest. I mean, yeah, the, the original was hilarious. Oh, it was. Those guys are funny. Yeah, like career funny guys. I, so. I wonder. I wonder if you're going to be stuck with like a whole like like when we did a Step Brothers episode. Do you want to see Step Brothers 2? Yes, but no. It's yes and no. Yeah. It's I want to see it like, because I want to see them together, but there's no way you can catch that lightning in that bottle again. I I I feel like story would have to be so oh, good. It had to be epic. I feel like something's going on that we don't really know about. We know that AMC movies was losing money 
every quarter. We know that in the fourth quarter of 2019, they lost a uh, hundred and something million dollars, and there was a Star Wars movie. I it just it just something feels weird here. Some something. Why? Now, granted, we are lucky to be in Florida because we're the only state that's opened up 100. percent Right. Everything else can't open up until November 4th. Right. Um. Because that extra month is going to make a huge difference. Well, the day after it's the day after the election. It'll all be over with. Imagine that. Yeah, that has that's that's just me making a joke. But we'll we'll wait and see what happens. Oh, no, I don't think it's a joke. But but there's a lot of states that they're still locked down hard. Michigan is still locked down hard. New York, California. So we we are going. Why aren't they putting stuff in the theaters? Well, because we're above the curve. How how much longer is this going to happen? What's going to go down? I just when I heard that it just clicked. Like these streaming companies have so much to win. Because I also read an article this week that says Disney is now going to focus all its entertain entertainment will be online driven, meaning they're going to use Disney Plus as their outlet. They're not going to put stuff in theaters anymore. I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but don't take Star Wars movies out of the theaters. Well, I think Star Wars and Marvel might be a little bit different just because of the Only sheer those two. the sheer amount of money that they make. Anything else they want to crank out and put on the app, whatever. Here's here's cool. something too that I think that we have to acknowledge. Assuming um, theaters stay open. Yes. I like going to the theater. 100%. But I don't like going to the theater like you like going to the theater. You like Nobody seeing likes everything going to the theater as much as I do. And that's fair. And I think that even though you you miss it and you're disappointed with it, I think that you are the exception to the rule now. 100%. And and I I think that there might be some people out there that are forward-looking going, we just can't sustain this anymore. I'm like a Biden voter. There's not many of me. <laughs> Sorry. Could not resist. Had to. Yeah, I know. It's funny. But you you know what I'm getting at? I, and, and even though we both like it, and like Richard and I and you go and Nick and and, and, and us, we go, I don't... I, I think that it's everything is kind of gravitating to the house. Do we have any idea what Disney made off of Mulan? Do, do we know? Is there any way for us to look? Have you There's looked? different numbers online, but you don't know what's accurate. I mean, it was enough that they made money. That they made hundred million something they say or something in new subscriptions on the app, combined with the money people paid to watch Mulan, yeah. which was thirty bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, they made money, and they, they made a good amount of money. That They didn't make Blockbuster at the theater, IMAX, and Dolby money. Yeah. But they still, yeah. they made more than what it cost to make the movie. Yeah, and it's such a it's such a crap show. But it was also the first crap. big movie that they took that risk on. Yeah, it's such a crap shoot because, you know, you could release Coming to America, the sequel, right. in the theaters, and it could do $100 million in its first weekend. Right. You could put it in the theaters, and everybody go, this movie sucks ass, and it could do... Forty million dollars in three months, and then you lose your ass. So, you what know, I think's more likely the case is I'm still too scared to go to the movies. Stop it. Yeah, I well, but there's people out there that there are, are still living in fear that don't that aren't ready to go to the theater and feel safe. No, I I know, and and listen, we 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 acknowledge that there is uh, there is something out there that people can get sick and die from. We we get that, and we're not making not, fun of anybody it. who doesn't want to go. I'm just stating. There is still a large number of people out there that fall into that category. Yes, there are. There I are. I just happen to not be one of them. Yeah, because I'm not that smart. <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to touch on that, and I want to know, you know, if anybody has any ideas or thoughts on that, let let us know what you think. I'm just, I just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. Something feels. Something feels weird that all these right. movies. Can you show me on this doll where that thought touched? I can. You? I can. It's right. It's right. <laughs> It something doesn't feel right just because of we went from we're gonna push stuff back to okay 
it's October, and then it's November, and then it's not. It's not. It's not January. It's freaking October. A year. A year. And we're, whoa. It's so. It makes it's, no. It feels weird to me. Just normal dipshit on the street. It makes no sense. Movies ready to release in a month, but we're gonna push it back a full year. Yeah. It. But meanwhile, theaters are trying to stay alive and stay afloat. But on one hand, you have studios that are pushing movies back a full year, some movies year and a half. But then theaters are like, well, what the hell are we supposed to do to stay alive to make it to the time where you want to release this movie, hoping to make your hundreds of millions of dollars or a billion dollars? Yeah. What are you, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no right answer. Disney, you you sent me the article about Disney's investors are pushing Disney to release in the theater. I thought that was interesting. Like, it is interesting, but you know what Disney's going to say. Yeah. We're going to do what we want, and if you don't want to invest with us anymore, we'll find other people. That And sadly, you're right. Sadly, I, I yeah. I mean, they want him to release Black Widow on D+, Correct. on Disney+. And I'm okay with that. At, right now, as it stands, I'm sick of waiting. I should have been able to see this movie in March. If Black Widow is released on on Disney Plus, it's damn near Christmas. How many people? How many people pay the thirty bucks to watch it by themselves, or how many people have the viewing party at their house where everybody chips in four bucks and they all watch it together? I mean, probably not as many as I would guess. Would Would we be the one one of, of the course. groups? You're damn right, hundred percent. We just pay five bucks and watch it together. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. Especially with the quality of TVs these days. I mean. If I have to watch Marvel movies at home, so be it. I'm equipped to do so. Yeah. My neighbors are aware of this. And fact fact of the matter is, is if you knew that theaters didn't exist anymore, you'd probably upgrade your TV and your sound system. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Get that 80-incher, 90-incher in there. Come on, Pelosi. Get that fucking check in the mail so I can get a bigger TV. <laughs> I got movies to watch. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I'm I, with you. I, we just have to wait and see. I think it's a, mon- a situation we're going to have to monitor for sure. Well, All right. Monitor, right. Monitor the hell out of it. Monitor it like Cinemax after 10 o'clock. That kind of monitoring. (laughs) What did you say on Twitter the other day about the Lions defense? Shit, what haven't I said? It had more holes than a sorority party at Ohio State. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the Lions defense is bad. I'm just saying it has more gaping holes than a sorority party at Ohio State University. Dude, when I saw that, I did a spit take. I laughed so hard. It's what I do. It was great. Yeah. All right. Should we get into it? We should get into it. Let's get it. into the scary shit. My favorite time of year. Yes, it is. If you're new to this podcast, I love Halloween. It's like my Christmas. So last year, and I'm if I'm not mistaken, to this date, that's still our most downloaded episode, correct? Last time I checked, it was. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it still is, but at that point, it was. Yeah, it's been about a month and a half since I checked. So we decided, well, like most movie studios, if it made money... Let's just beat that shit to death and squeeze everything out of it we can. I love it. Um, what did I call it? The Shriekwell? The Shriekwell. So basically, it's our top five. I had kind of a mix in my list, and they're not in any specific order, um, of our favorite haunted, spooky shit. What, what did we call the original episode? Creatures, Cryptids, and Legends. Cryptids is what threw me, but yep. again, didn't graduate with a 4.0, so... <laughs> I'm trying to find our um, most downloaded episode here, and I don't exactly remember where to go to look at it. So um, I have a mix of places um, and just things. I got things. I got you. And um, uh, we didn't do a top five list. Uh, I didn't because I couldn't remember what I listened to or what I listed last year, and I re- I, I didn't have time to go back and listen to it. I apologize. I, I had a busy busy week. What are we doing? 
right? I checked. Fuck it. I'll no. tell you what. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> but um, I've got I've got a lot of things to talk to talk about, um, and some of them I got things. And there, yep, and there might um, I might have some unpopular uh, uh, opinions on this episode too. So we're, we're going to see how no, this goes down. I don't know if we're going to fight at the end of this or not. Never. Um, let's just go ahead and get him out of the way. Who? Let's talk about Bigfoot. We did talk about it last time. We but, did talk about Bigfoot last time. It's the subject that is never not fun to talk about. Do you think Bigfoot's real? Here's my official, as if I'm important, official answer. No, but possible. I think it's more... No, actually, I'm going to adjust that. It's more likely than unlikely. Okay. For the single reason being is there is way too many sightings... And if we call it evidence at this point, that's where I wish Phil was here. Super fan Phil, Bigfoot expedition extraordinaire. We were going to have him on the on the, the episode, but he's not feeling well. So get get well, get quick, get well quick. Rest buddy. up, yep, good buddies. Um, it's I mean, hundred years worth of of this myth or yep. legend or whatever. With I mean, you could say it's real, not real, fake, not fit, whatever, authentic or not. There's a lot of evidence like hair samples that with no DNA match whatsoever, bone samples of the same stuff, um, bones found in the woods, no full skeletons, but just bones here and there. It's just fun to talk about. Now, here's my favorite thing to say when it comes to this. Okay, so if you have someone say, no, that shit is fake, it's not real whatsoever. Okay. Is he talking about wrestling? No, 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 not yet. (laughs) Mom sobriety? What? Um, what? <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. No, you don't. <laughs> so someone that says, oh, it's totally not real. All, all that stuff is fake. There's no such thing as monsters and all that stuff. Okay. So you okay if I drop you in the Pacific Northwest at 12 midnight with no gun, no light, no torch, no nothing? No no means of survival? I'd probably be more worried about wolves and but, bears and yeah, shit, but to, no, I got you. To, to my point, it's yeah. like when people say, oh, haunted houses aren't real. Okay, well, you know, let's go find a big abandoned house in the country, and okay, just go ahead and walk through. There is something that I ran across. I actually, doing the research for this on Sunday while I was watching the Bucks kick the shit out of the Packers. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, a lot of cryptids out there. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Uh, One you did last year that really piqued my interest was New Jersey Devil. Yeah. It's a hockey team. Yeah. But all this time, I was like, oh, it's just a cool name. Yeah. No, it's based on a real thing. I had no idea until Allegedly. I did that last year, right? Right. All these things that they've got, do you, do you know what they say about them? Typically, in the area that they're from, so let's use the Loch Ness Monster. Do you know how much money the country of Scotland makes every year because people are coming to see the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, uh, another good example, Roswell, New Mexico. Right, exactly. Take away the UFO. Nobody's going to Roswell. Is is Are they there because people wanted people to come to that area? You, you see what I'm getting at? I'm not going to say Bigfoot doesn't exist. Right. I am going to say it's highly unlikely that he exists, just because, I mean, with the technology that we have and the things that we could see, I feel like if, if we really wanted... There's been just Bigfoot alone. There's been twenty three thousand sightings, right? Sightings of Bigfoot 
in the United States. All over the States, country. In the United States, all over the country. The world, too. With Washington really. State having 2,032 and California reporting 1,697. Now, they did say that of those 1,697, 1,413 of them turned out to be Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to take a shot. Um I do, I do believe that one of my top five cryptid creatures and, and um, legends last year was an honest politician. I do believe I remember saying that, so I'm going to make fun of them all. Still studying. I feel like... Here it is, right here. The earliest written mention of the legend of the Loch Ness Monster comes from the year 565, when a man known as St. Columbia spotted a monster in Loch Ness that was going to attack a man swimming into, in a lake. Legend has it that Columba successfully commanded the monster to retreat. Currently, Nessie has been estimated to bring Scotland $50.6 million in tourism annually. I would totally go there. Uh, If money was no object, just to see it. 100%. Hey, let's go swimming. So this monster has been alive since 565. That is 1,500 years. You know how they stay alive, right? Crack? They they fucking. (laughs) Babies. Babies. Making them babies. Um, So I'm not going to say they don't exist, but I do feel like... Now, Phil, please don't get mad at me. I know that you love to go Sasquatching, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'd love to go Sasquatching, too. I still... I I told Phil my next trip home to Michigan is going to be a long weekend at his cabin outside with film camera and and recording, and we're going to go nuts. How many TV shows have been based on searching for Bigfoot? Every I've seen almost all of them. So is Phil. Yeah. And you know why? Ropes me in every time. Yeah. And and it's almost always the same thing, right? My favorite one. In a different one. area. My favorite one. The one I think that is most credible is the one with uh, Les Stroud, the guy that did the Survivor Man series on Discovery. Yes. Where he goes out by himself with cameras and extra batteries and just shows people he's actually how to survive in the, in the wild. You all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All 10 of you. Um, <laughs> it's But there's a series. He's got like seven or eight episodes where he goes out with... Bigfoot experts, whatever, that that's their livelihood. They, they research it. They're, they're scientists. And he went out, and he says from the, from the get-go, I'm not going out to prove that it's right. I'm going out because I want someone to prove to me that it's real. I want evidence. Like, I, I want to see this firsthand for myself. Yeah. And he goes out with the purpose of saying, um, yeah, prove it. Like I say to the Lions, prove it, losers. Yeah, prove um, me wrong. No, I, I got you, and, with, I, and I agree with that. Yeah, and that that's the avenue that you like to see people take because you don't want to, oh, it's real, and they can talk to aliens and all, like that whole aspect of it kind of loses me, but what's to say, like, how many square miles in the Pacific Northwest have oh. been untouched by human hand, like, period? Hundreds of thousands of acres? Oh, yeah. So... Probable and, and the same thing with Canada. You know the same it, thing. Oh, with, the same thing with probably South America God, and all the jungle, the rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, um, agreed, agreed. Uncharted I, territories. The word I was trying to think think of. Yeah, it's. Are, I mean, are there aliens out there? Highly unlikely, but I'm not going to say no. Well, so, the Pentagon said they were and showed us video, and yeah. no one. Everyone was like, eh. that was the Russian spy satellite that was here to communicate with Trump so he could win the election. Fucking China. Close my movie theaters. Um. No, it's it's a fun topic because it's that what if factor. Yes, like there was a TV show, series called What If. Um, there was a there's just a lot of stuff in all the different countries and all the different people that research it. Like some of them get 
really stupid and really corny. Finding Bigfoot, me and Dylan used to laugh our asses off because these people were idiots. In fact, we joked that we always wanted to, that show Finding Bigfoot, if you've ever seen it, watch it for a laugh. Just watch one episode because you'll throw up if you watch more than that. <laughs> these people are flat out. One of, the, one of the guy's names is Bobo. No lie. Bobo. Everything to them is a squatch. Everything. Um, everything is a squatch. Oh, my so God. That's funny as We hell. thought it would be hilarious because you can pay these people to they'll take you out and do this, find out where they're going and camp a mile away, get some ghillie suits. And just go buck wild and just have a ball. That would be great. It'd be a, a riot. But there's some, like, I, it's on Amazon Prime, Les Stroud Survivor Man, Finding Bigfoot or something like that. It's like seven or eight episodes. It's fascinating okay. because he's just out in the woods. He has some experiences and they, he shows some stuff. One of the things where they take certain pieces, like an apple, and um, feels really good about all this stuff too, just basically food. Puts it in places that, like, a bear can't go get it. A raccoon can't go knock it over. Like, they stuff an apple, like, on a like on a branch, like, 13 feet up in the air or something like that, off or whatever. And then they come back the next morning, it's gone with no trace of nothing. And the camera, it, it, there's just, it's it's fun to watch. That's what I'm going for. Good enough. It's and that's, interesting and that's and it's what fun. you have to wonder. Is it, you know, I mean, there's a, like that Ghost Hunters show. Because there's so much mystery behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ghost Hunters. I, I don't believe that for a second. I believe it's all set up. But is it right. fun to watch? Does it cause tension? Sure. 100%. Yeah. Gotcha. And I spent one Halloween for six hours watching Ghost Hunters live from the Overlook Hotel in Colorado where The Shining was shot. Nice. It was amazing. I bet it was. Kind of hokey, whatever, but it's always that thought if if you believe in heaven and hell. Jack Nicholson comes walking down the hallway and you're like, oh, work and no play. Make Jack a dull boy. Um, I haven't watched that yet this year. I gotta get. I gotta get to it. It. I mean, I can't remember who said this, but if you believe in heaven and hell, you you go somewhere when your body dies, right? So what's to say that for some reason I've got unfinished business? I I'm not going yet, or I can't go. I mean, there's so much of this stuff that is just. It's just fun to read about, watch, and talk about because of the whole mystery behind everything, right? I got so, you. Okay, I, so and people that shit on it and say, "Oh, that's," I mean, I get it. Like, I I can't fault you for it, but but the people that are so like, "No, it's real," and I've seen stuff. I can't shit on that either because right. I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're so, right. I've seen some shit that scared me that I have no explanation for, but everyone always says, "Well, there's an explanation." Yeah, but I don't have it. Me too. But that's just because I was flipping through the channels and came across the Kardashians. Yep. How did that butt get so big? The world may never know. The world. <laughs> One, Actually, we do injections. Yeah, we, we know for sure. All right, so I, I I brought up I brought up Bigfoot. What do you got? Um, I'm going back to my hometown. Okay. Uh, well, not hometown. Outside of my hometown, the Ho- the Holly Hotel in Holly, Michigan. Um, I've been there. We went through a haunted house there. Uh, they set it up every year, but this place has actually been around since the early 1900s um it's a large like old style like what you would picture like an old um i would say like those old big southern houses that you like see a plantation like a victorian like a big victorian like in house. the patriot like the, the way his house was set up in the beginning of the, pa- of the patriot it has that look and feel to it gotcha um it was originally a hotel um now it's you know that it's kind of a museum type place but 
it's considered to be the most haunted historical building in the entire state of Michigan. You can go there for haunted tours. I figured that'd be Whitmer's house. Uh, <laughs> burn. Um, there is stuff there. In fact, the original owner of the building, his name was Norman Gothier. Is, At least you didn't say Bates. Yeah, no shit. There was um, a huge fire back in 1913. I guess people were killed there. Like There was a lot of bad stuff that happened there, but... No, no, I, I apologize. The a world-renowned ghost hunter, Norman Gothier, um, went there in 1989 and was like, okay, I hear about this place. Let's check it out and do it all that. And he actually came out and gave it a full thumbs up and blessing. Like, yeah, shit's going on here that we that is not normal. So an ex, I know it's funny to say an expert ghost hunter. But I just justified my job, everybody. <laughs> exactly. Like, yep, it's yep. haunted. What? But no, I've been there. Like Amy and I have both been there with friends. We went on a Halloween where they they do do up their own haunted house. Like they walk through and they set up their own stuff. But see, that would be cool. To yeah, do. and it's you know they they own it. They kind of they're not making fun of it, but they're cashing in on it. Um, but throughout the rest of the year, you can go in there, and you know there's a museum set up for the. I mean, the building been around for. Over a hundred some years. Well, one hundred and seven. It, if it was built in nineteen thirteen, worth. Well, that's just when the fire was. It was built before oh, shit. that. Shit. Okay. So there's a. Well, the a, new version is one hundred and seven years old. Yeah, it's a legitimate historical site building in the state of Michigan. But um, they'll take you through and they'll show you the parts of the building that are to this day. It, it, if you go to hollyhotel.com, you can read all the stories. You can see all the pictures. They actually have a lot of pictures that people have taken. With shit that just doesn't look right, um, you know, a lot of people can say it's doctor or whatever, but still, when you see it, you're like, kind of gives you the willies. Um, it's just again fun to read stuff like that. But I've been there and heard some of the stories, like, you know, there's a a kid that keeps getting seen in the kitchen, just knocks pans off the walls. You hear clanging. See the same kid that was in Three Minute a Baby? No. <laughs> yeah, he's all grown up now. Yeah. Um, stuff getting knocked over. The, like people that are there late at night, like the workers will say that they've heard the sound of steps running up the wood steps. There's no, but they're there closing. There's nobody else there. Just a lot of cool stuff like that. That's again, cool to read. So Holly hotel in Michigan. Nice. Haunted AF. Haunted as fuck. That's how the kids say as fuck. Um, St. Augustine has a lot of that, which I want to go so bad. I want to get Phil down here so bad to go to St. Augustine. But to get him out of Michigan is like pulling teeth. Well, when that when that happens, uh, I'm in because St. Augustine isn't. Of course, is, if is, I lived in Michigan and had a cabin with snowmobiles and four wheelers, yeah. your bitch would never see me either. Yeah, but St. Augustine. I, I know. What are we doing? Right? Come on, Come on buddy. Uh, Susan and I went there a couple of years ago for our anniversary weekend, and they actually have the ride the tr- the trolley. Yeah, and take the, the tour haunted cause tours because there's, there's like six or seven places. They have one in Key West. Yeah, when yeah. I had to go down there for work. I saw that. I'm like, oh, that looks like that looks cool. I don't. I don't know if we talked about it last year. Do but the chupacabra cracks me up. We did. Okay. But it fucking cracks. At me At the up. same time, it's just fun to say chupacabra. Right. Right. I, I mean, only in Mexico could the chupacabra exist. I mean, is it odd or coincidence that it sounds a lot like chimichanga? Oh my god, chimichangas though. So good. So good. One of my favorite things about being going home to Michigan too, chimichangas. 
So love that place. There's a place in West Virginia called um, Mount Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Point Pleasant, and they are famous for the Mothman. Yes. Did you ever see the movie The Richard Gear? The Mothman Prophecies. Yes. I, I have not. It was a book that was written by John Keel. Been a long time. Creepy movie. Uh, the legend has it that the Mothman was lurking around West Virginia since the 60s. One of the first purported sightings of the winged creature was on November 12, 1966, when five men were working in a cemetery to prepare a grave for burial and spotted, spotted a brown human being emerge and fly out of the trees. With red eyes, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, of course. Uh, red eyes, fangs, you know fang why? blood, because that's what's scary. High as fuck. High as fuck, yeah. Um, they have a festival now. And it draws thousands each year to the annual Mothman Festival. What a shocker. Yep. Makes sense, though. But, hey, these sightings started somewhere. And they started before tour people started tourism there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it well, had you, to come from somewhere. You had five homies that were out digging a grave, getting drunk on the job. Something went down. Some kid was out playing a joke on them, or somebody was out, you know, in the, it, I don't, who knows, digging up a body of their auntie because they wanted the necklace that she had on. Who knows? Maybe. You know, I mean, is, 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 it, is it that unrealistic for 1960? It's not that unrealistic for 2020. For, it, who are we kidding? It, that's normal for that's, 2020. <laughs> that's a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, at 4, at 4 p.m. So, and then it just grew and it grew and it grew, and now you have a festival based on it. So, I mean, Point Pleasant. Would would it be on the map for any other reason? Just no. Uh, I'd like. I think it would be cool to go to these places to see it. Uh, again, you know what I mean. I am down. Yeah, but again, I mean, a, a Mothman. Okay, all right. Yeah. I well, mean, if he comes at me, I'm just going to light something on fire, and he's going to be distracted, and I'm going to run away, poof. like moth to a flame. Right. Exactly. Throw it out that way. Right. And, just I, throw it and haul ass the other, the other direction. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> So I'm getting real good at this Segway shit. Uh-oh. Like the thing with the wheels? No, no. Oh, okay. Like the literary term. Um, let's go to Tarpon Springs, Florida. Yes. Right over there. Right down the road this direction. 20 minutes, 25 minutes, uh, maybe. Yeah. Rose Cemetery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Rose Cemetery. Now, there is some YouTube videos that people have made allowed to or not allowed to that's up for debate because it's very protected by the cops at night because of obvious reasons this rose cemetery has been around since the 1800s is when they were suspected that they started actually burying bodies there for that purpose it's not big and i can tell you when we first moved here to florida we lived in tarpon springs and i used to run a little circuit through that cemetery during the day i'm not dumb of course duh um, this is this is ugly, not it, stupid, right? Yeah, this is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to trip and fall and wreck the money maker. Um, this cemetery does not look like the cemetery that you go see old relatives. This is a worn down, very unkept, creepy as hell cemetery from the 1800s. There is. See if I I want to get his name right out of respect. Richard Kuvarls who is the, a Civil War black Confederate soldier buried there. From We're talking about the Civil War. He's buried there. So this imagine how old and decrepit this place looks. Well, it's 1861 through 65. So 
there's volunteers that go through there every couple of weeks to try and tidy it up. But I can tell you this, it ain't very tidy. They're not doing a very good job. The, 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 they're volunteers well, for they, a reason. They were there working and they saw Mothman and, and got they had, the, the fuck out. They got yeah. Um I mean, like I said, I've I've taken a few times when I was running, I would stop and like I would look at some of the, the headstones on them, like and seeing the dates like 1870, 1890, or ni- 1903. Or I'm like, this is crazy. Like these people have been buried here for hundred plus years. Um, very cool, but at the same time, if it was midnight, probably not as cool. Yeah. Um, I got I. But the, the old Eddie Murphy, baby, we gotta go. Get out. <laughs> got time to go. Um, more on that later. Um, we could do that. We could go there. You have to call and get permission first, but we could literally go there and check the place out at night and just wait and see. Like, I'm in. If you search Rose Cemetery on YouTube, there's people that have legitimate ghost hunting companies that have gone there to research it at night and they play the EVPs, the all that stuff you see on the Ghost Hunter show. And it's it's weird. It's just really weird, but it's really weird thinking it's right over there and I've walked through that place. Um, I'm the kind of dummy that would totally go do that at night. I probably would too. just to see, because you don't have to run far to get to the main road, right? Like 50 yards. Good enough. And I guarantee, if you see a ghost, um, I'm gonna, um, Jesse Owens that shit real quick. I'm gone. So, the, yeah, there, there's a. Um, this is the best story about the whole cemetery. There's a guy named Morris Lofton that is buried there. The legend is he requested to be buried in his old bed, in his bed. The bed frame posts are visible throughout the, coming out of the ground. Wow. Think of that. The oh, old, in Tarpon Springs? Old stuff. Yeah. Right, right up there. The, if you picture like an old style bed metal frame, like with the posts that come out, like yeah. the little the cur- po- the the designs, four, the four wh- poster bed, whatever, yeah. those are sticking out of the ground. Who wants to get a shovel and go check that out? Not me. Not anybody sane. I'll do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Hey, for the good of the podcast, why not? Yeah. I mean, um, what's, what's the worst that could happen? That's crazy. But some of the stuff here that I've got written down that people have reported there because there's people that live around that too. You yes. got to remember, there's people that have literal houses within view. Within feet. Of, you know, or earshot yeah. of this place. At night, they hear voices when nobody's out there, silhouettes of full figures. Oh, that's me. Um, there's people that have gone there that just take pictures at night, and you'll see this on any ghost hunting show, taking pictures, flash pictures, and when they get their stuff developed, shit's in the picture that wasn't there when they were there. One of the pictures on the YouTube was a lady, a figure. Can't make out the facial details or anything, but there's a figure behind a tombstone near a tree, and it was. Just, it's just it's stuff that you would see. Like, hey, that that doesn't look right. Um, people that go in there that all suddenly will just feel chills, like literally get cold. On the video, and this is the last point about this place that I, I'll bring up that I thought was, I don't know how you fake this, but. There's when your kids, the old pinwheels, when you blow on it or it's windy and they, they spin around at the head of one of the casket covers that's shown the cement casket covers are like ground level. Like you can see, like there's a body underneath that cement. 
you have two pinwheels, so you can see, about this far apart, and then they're doing their little recording and stuff like that. One of them starts spinning. And the guy says, well, okay, you know, the whole thing, can you hear me do something or whatever like that? Well, can you make it go faster? And that some bitch starts speeding up like this, and this one is totally still. If they faked it, good on them because it was pretty damn impressive. But you can find it on YouTube, Rose Cemetery. All right. Tarpon Springs. Yeah. Okay. I want to go. I, w- I would go. I would totally go. Now, see, that doesn't scare me as much as this next one does. It doesn't me either because you're outside, and I can escape. I can run. To, to a degree, yeah. Yeah. Um, this one is the legend of the 130-foot anaconda that lives in the Amazon rainforest. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about my freshman year in college. No. 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 Uh, no. Different show. In 1948, <laughs> supposedly a group of Brazilians captured a 131-foot-long snake. Was Jennifer Lopez there? Of course. Ice Cube? Both of them. Legit. Yeah. And John Voight. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. he was in that movie. There's somebody else in that movie, too. Who is it? It was... Uh, Voight was her dad, wasn't he? I think so. Who else was in that? John There's- Leguizamo? I think he was in that, wasn't he? Was it was one of the other research and guys. And I think there was somebody else. There's still one more person. I can't remember. The world's largest documented stake is the green anaconda. But the biggest one of those they found is 30 feet. Now, that's still a big bitch. You're talking three times that size? A hundred. And plus? Four times that size. Fuck. 131 feet. That is... A long ways. 40 yards? Yeah. I'm thinking of the extension cables we use for work, the uh-huh. 100-foot rolls. I'm like, wow. That's, yeah. That's a lot, bro. Ass That's out. a big-ass snake. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, that I could actually see. Oh, 100%. And, and like, I know it can hurt me. Like, like you always hear people about, oh, my God. Hurt there was you. A, yeah, you're done. Yeah, there was a ghost. And you're like, okay, what did it do to you? Oh, it scared me. Well, why did it scare you? I mean, did it poke you? Did it spit at you? Did it? Because the shit ain't supposed to it, be there. Yeah, did it flash you? But but can it but can it hurt you? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a fire. Don't step in the fire because it'll burn you. There's a ghost. Don't touch the ghost because nobody knows. You know, you know what I mean? Right. When I see that 131-foot snake coming at me, I know what's about That's to go down. That's real. Yeah. There are consequences in real life if a snake that big is heading towards you. Yes. And it ain't going to end well. 131 foot snake. And it ain't going to end quick either. Unless it just pops your head off. One of the two. That, well, that's... well, they don't do that. They they just, they, they grab you and they just constrict you nice and slow. I mean, well, that, that's that, just. That's what I, yeah. Just, oof. Good night. Yeah. You're not tapping out of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> not unless, not unless you can get him to go in the octagon with you and, you know, then they're, you know, Fuck, it's over. I'm not a big fan of snakes either. Anyway. Yeah, me either. I don't like spiders more than I don't like snakes, but I'm not a big <sighs> fan of snakes. All right. Next up. Had to go here. Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Uh, briefly, was a Civil War base. So, again, we're dealing with stuff that's been around a long time. Okay. So, a lot of stuff can happen over time, and that's where the common thing was, you know, a lot of bad things happened here, which is why certain spirits get trapped there. Whatever, whatever your pick, your favorite story. It probably fits in a place that's been around since the Civil War. Fair, to be fair. Um, it is the second largest hand cut stone building, second only to the Kremlin. I thought that was amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, 
pretty cool. Um, this is where it gets. This is where it takes a dark turn. It was built to house 240 inmates, patients, whatever you want to call them, people that aren't all there. Crazy people like Kamala Harris. Um, it ended up housing 2,400. <laughs> Holy so shit. This is where the term overcrowded started. 10 times. Ten, 10. 240? No, I think we can do more. I think you got to pump those rookie numbers up, son. <laughs> now that's a waste of your government tax dollars, Mr. Aikman. Yeah, no shit. So at one point, it briefly housed one Charles Manson. Briefly. He wasn't there long, but he was there. Charles Manson, huh? Yeah. All right. Um, it's also ten. Now, this is, I mean, don't laugh, but this is all the stuff that was said about it. This is tends to be one of the more violent haunted places where people actually have physical encounters. Um, one of the ones where people reported being pushed down, being hit, where they have bruises when there's just nobody or like it just, it didn't make, there's no explanation for it. Okay. Um, people that this one really, this one creeped me out when I read it, but like people that felt like, like if you're walking, let's just say you're walking down the hall of a library and then you feel someone like if I were to reach up and grab your arm and squeeze, you know, like, like a grandpa would, you know, when they mess with that crazy grandpa strength and then, but there's nobody there, but all of a sudden you have burn marks in the shape of a hand makes no sense, but that's the kind of stuff that, that is reported to happen over the course of a long time, decades of years, decades of years, trademark pending. Um, it was a violent place where they used to, um, the people that were locked up there for being crazy or mentally ill or just not stable, just people that weren't right, locked up in cages for treatment, being lobotomized with an ice pick. Now everyone knows what a lobotomy is, right? It's, you know, it's, uh, it's where you have a part of your brain removed. They did not, it wasn't cuckoo's nest. They did, that was, um. Shock therapy, right? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, they, they shocked therapy. To I him think so. Yeah, the, end of the movie or whatever. I want to say that there might have been a lobotomy in that one too. But a frontal lobotomy is where they literally go in and they take out a front piece of your brain to chill you out. You have to have some serious issues to. If that's how to chill you out, let's just gonna take part you know of your what, brain. If, if not to get off on the off track, but if that's how fucked up somebody is, just kill them. What are What are we doing? Yeah, just. I mean, at that point, just yeah. He, but back then, there wasn't me- standardized medicine. It was, oh, no. They literally were taking an ice pick and jamming it into the front part of their head to affect the front part of their brain. Whew. Yeah, crazy. Damn, I wish I'd have lived in those times. That sounds yeah. like a hoot. We'll just go to Ohio. Um, Where do you think all those people from in Ohio came from? <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, people were chained to the walls. There was just, I mean, clearly there was hundreds and hundreds of deaths there that were, were a result of being so overcrowded and such bad things happened. Bodies weren't found for weeks, days, weeks at a time. So, I mean, it's a bad place. A lot of bad juju in that place. Um, so some of the stuff that people are seeing there, reports of literally voices, namely saying, get out. Got to go. Yeah, fucking A. Um, uniformed Civil War soldiers roaming the halls. How fast would you be able to run if you saw a uniformed Civil War soldier roaming the halls 
just going through walls. Let's just say that Usain Bolt would come in second. Peace. <laughs> See you later. Try to catch up. Yeah. Um, roaming the halls, full body apparitions. If anybody's seen Ghostbusters, knows what that is. The librarian. And um, are you Alice currently menstruating right now? One of the best ever. ever. I mean, ever. So good. But yeah, in a lot of uh, attacks, physical encounters of people reported being attacked by oh, going man. in there to research this place. Sign me up. Let's go. You'd go? I'd go. Not alone, but I'd go. I say that here at this table. Yeah. On a Wednesday. Would you go at night? You'd have to. Or would we? I think we'd go during the day first. I got to know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. I need an escape plan. Okay. Um, But would I do something like that? Yes. Uh, I would. I I did not, like an idiot, look and see where this place is. Um, I think it's farther up north, but it's called the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Also, you'll like this, was the inspiration for Arkham Asylum in Batman. Oh, nice. Yep. So that's where I'm at. Are you looking it up? Yep. Of course you're looking it up. Just ask Siri. She ain't doing nothing. Lazy bitch. Uh, the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, sub- subsequently the Weston State Hospital, was a Kirkbride psychiatric hospital that was operated from 1864 until 1994 by the government of the U.S. state of West Virginia in the city of Weston. Of course it's West Virginia. Makes sense, though. I mean... Dead-ass squaw in the middle of nowhere west virginia oh yeah right there yeah. Dead. i mean the civil you war that see, makes sense i don't think you can see it no hard it didn't, didn't come out right uh i mean just like take the little west virginia state and just so right in the middle s- right squ- so as squaw in the middle far from civilization as yeah. you can fucking get yeah so oh, yeah awesome. i mean i'd still go okay but only if phil goes that that's my rule i gotta get phil out of the house well if we can get enough patreon sponsors we can sponsor Son a trip of a bitch all right, this this was one of my favorites that I read about because there's literally nothing there, but everybody knows about it. The Lizard Man of Scape or, Scape or Swamp. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's said to be a scaly reptile creature that lurks in the town of Bishop South Bishopville, South Carolina. It's it's said to be. I have one question. Yes. If I see this thing, what's it called? The Lizard Man? The Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. Is it going to save me 15% of my car insurance? Goddamn right it is. Then I'm, I will go. Started with a strange occurrence in the town of Bishopville, South Carolina in 1988. Oh, so recent. Yeah, the story goes that a man named Christopher Davis got a flat tire while driving near the Scape or Swamp. Davis supposedly exited his car to fix the tire when he spotted a slimy green creature about seven feet tall. It's said that the vicious lizard monster attacked Davis's car which he reported in detail to the Lee County Sheriff's Office. Wow. So let me tell you what actually happened. You going to break it down? I'm going to break it down for you. You going to Joe Buck this shit? Other reported sightings of the town's infamous lizard man have described him as a dark, scaly creature with a tail or an alligator with a short nose and long legs. It's racist. It's racist. Okay. So let me, <laughs> let, me, let me paint a picture for you here, Mike. Let me paint a picture. Where is this? City, state? Bishopville, South Carolina. So Okay. Carolina. So Mr. Mr. Christopher Davis was driving home one night. It was about 2 a.m. Yep. He had just left the, the Y'all Come Back Saloon. He pitter-pattered. Where he had been. And he got at her. Where he had been 
uh, a lot Tavares drunk. Tavares. Homie ran off the road, hit a tree, scraped his car all up, and popped his tire. So to justify the damage without him being drunk to the insurance company, he said, oh my God, there was a giant lizard man. He told Roscoe there was a lizard man. Oh, he did. He did. Straight up. Because it was 1988, and if he got one more DUI, he was going to lose his license forever. He was going to go to the Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Fucking A. I wonder if I Googled Christopher Davis and like could see like, how many DUIs he had. I wonder how many he'd have. <laughs> All we got to do is call Richard. Oh, my God. That that's... cracked me up because, I mean, to be honest with you, that's not even like imaginative. 1988, it's a lizard man? Seriously? You got to come up with something I better. mean, they've been talking about alligators in the swamps and the sewers of New York City since the 40s, right? This right. guy comes up with a lizard man in a swamp? Okay. Not creative at all. No. Not. Yeah. Wouldn't you go bear? Pass. Bear. In a swamp? I would go something like, like a like a fucking frog man or, or yeah, or a velociraptor or something in a swamp. Not a velociraptor because they didn't live in the swamps, but you know what I mean? It's a lizard man, guys. Upright alligator. Yeah. That would. What? Yeah, right? Get in the car and shut up. Now, where did you say it was? <laughs> Get in the car, uh, sit I, down, l- and shut up. Lizard man, I like that. Got you. All right. We're going to stick with our home state of Florida. Boom. Second home state. I got to bring up the skunk ape. Only because it is our Bigfoot. It is. But there's some cool other aspects of this that kind of make it stand out to me over Bigfoot is the fact that if you wanted to, I guess if you wanted to, you could do this too, but I think we can agree that the forest is more easily accessible than the Everglades. Yes. With the Everglades, you have to you have to really pack certain stuff and equipment and vehicles to get out deep into the Everglades. Yeah. And airboats. And, and it's not quite like a forest in like that you can walk through a forest and eventually find your way out. You get lost in the Everglades, you're fucked. Yeah, because you're just not gonna walk out of the Everglades. No. Um side note, one of my favorite episodes of Man vs. Wild with Bear Grylls is the Florida Everglades. And it really shows you it's not easy to walk through that terrain. Water, muck, swamp, gators. He kills a gator in that episode for dinner. Because why wouldn't you? Tail is delicious. Gator is actually very good. It's delicious. Very good. Um, but the fact that this thing has been seen in Florida for hundred, literally hundreds of years, all the way back down, all the way back, and even has it, it's linked back to indigenous times of uh, draw, not hieroglyphics, because that was way before that. Cave but drawings like, and stuff. Similar, but not cave drawings. But they're legends, like the stuff that they write down or or whatever. Hundreds of years, and over the court, and it's always had the reason it's called the skunk ape is because it's this horrific, pungent smell, like when you drive through Ohio, like it's unmistakable. You just you can't mistake it. It's just overpowering stench <laughs> of just drive wrongness. <laughs> um, but that always happens before they're they're sighted or something happens it's that they smell it and then they see it yeah it's supposed to be like he it's supposed to be like a bigfoot that lives in the everglades and because of the the skunky water that you get in the everglades which right. you which is a real thing because oh it's the, it Ever, is. the everglades is not 
it's 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 not a swamp in the sense that swamp has water that moves around. There's a lot of places in the Everglades where the water just sits, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's such a breeding ground for snakes and mosquitoes and and alligators because there's just a it, yeah. So so you get that stinky water, and then it's you know now I got the all matted hair, and I've been living outside, and I haven't used my you know Vidal Sassoon this week. So yeah, yeah, you get yeah. that stink. Yeah, if for you sure. don't look good. You well, don't feel you don't good. look good. Look good, um, feel good. Look good, feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, a lot of the stuff with the skunk ape is just like Bigfoot, though. It's if something is a, adaptable um, over the years to live in that environment, makes sense because we're not equipped to live in that environment or even get around in that environment quickly. Yeah. You know, snakes in water, lightning quick. Gators, that's their that's their jam. That's what they are have genetically engineered to live in an environment like that, um, both on water, in water, all that stuff. Again, likely, probably not. Possible, sure. I mean, what's to say it's not? Um, there's monkeys in Florida. There's that monkey island place um, north of here. It's literally a monkey island where... It's like a preserve. Yeah. Boaters aren't allowed to go to the island, but you can drive by it and yeah. see the monkeys yeah. and shit. There was the Tampa monkey a couple years ago that was on the loose for one of the best Facebook pages ever. Ever. It was the monkey reporting on the Facebook page yeah. of where he's going and hey guys, still haven't caught me, huh? So good. Genius. It was so good, yeah. Um there's no there's no indigenous monkeys that live in Florida. They've all right. been brought over and sure. dropped off, but yeah. Yeah, like Chihuahuas. Same thing. Um but I just I think it's also a cool le- legend. You say Chihuahua, not Chimichanga, right? No, I love Chimichangas. Okay, all right. Love Chimichangas. Yeah, because we were about to not be friends anymore. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm all in on Chimichangas. Got you. Um, in fact, a Chihuahua Chimichanga, if it's cooked right, it might be good. If we put some not water seasoning on it, you can get one of those. Notwaterbarbecue.com. You can get one of those in overseas. I'm sure you a can. Chimichanga, a chimich- a Chihuahua Chimichanga. We can go to Ohio. You can eat dog. It happens. Um, so yeah, Florida skunk ape, read Jesus. about it. It's fun. Cool pictures, cool sketches. There are some videos of apparent sightings. Um, it's just, there's a shit. big, there's a big market for that to drives the economy down in the Everglades city. Absolutely. And, and, there and is. down in off of the Mick, it's the Miccosukee Indian reservation. When you drive through 41, there's a couple little gift shops and it'll yep. have skunk ape shit. Yep. Skunk ape, um, memorabilia. Yeah. There's actually a skunk, skunk ape, skunk ape beer now it's been around for several years it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good i like it skunky my last one that i found to be interesting was the monkey man of delhi monkeys yeah who doesn't uh, like monkeys it, it was it's said to be a tall gorilla-like creature that bites scratches and chases people so a fucking monkey so it's it, just, just just a monkey so pick one yeah um uh according to the hindustan times hindustan h-i-n-d-u-s-t-a-n in 2001, dozens of people in Delhi, India, reported that they were being terrorized by a tall ape-like figure who supposedly bit or scratched him before disappearing. <laughs> it is said that three people died due to encounters with the mysterious monkey man of Delhi, including a pregnant woman who was chased by the creature and died falling down a staircase, and two men who jumped from balconies. I have a question. Yes. Please, sir. Did they have COVID? Where? No. Where were the said stairs in the event of a monkey chase a poorly written horror movie i mean it's a were they in the house 
I, is it at a park? I well, I think when you watch some of these movies like The Bourne and whatnot, a lot of those Indian cities and the South American cities, they have the steps that go down the streets and stuff, to, like in the in the small towns, because a lot of stuff they live on hills and mountains. If and stuff. I'm being chased by a monkey. I'm not running to the stairs, and I'm coming up to the stairs. I'm doing the old drop down to your belly and let him fall and f- fly down the stairs. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah, because monkeys are stupid. Come on, lady. Yeah, come on. Are you, she wasn't even trying. Reports of the creature became less common following the alleged attacks in 2001, but the mystery surrounding the cryptid still keeps people talking today. So this is what this is what you've got going on as far as I'm concerned. There. Where's let me, the set? In, uh, in, uh, New, uh, Delhi. Oh, oh Delhi. way. Oh, okay. Yeah, like in India. So this is what you got going on there, I think. This is what you got going on. Peyote. Let me paint you a picture on this one. Paint it. So we're living in a in a country that has like monkeys, hundred million people in it, it's overcrowded, too goddamn many, too many, and even the people that live there tell you there's too many people. And um, well, that's right. They live near the the forest where there's um, what are those things that live in the forest? Oh, oh yeah, monkeys. Back to monkeys. But ba- uh, monkeys, and now a monkey has. Like come out and gotten aggressive because it's hungry or it's scared, and the people that died didn't die from the monkey; they died because they jumped off of a balcony or they fell downstairs. I have a question. The chair recognizes uh, Mr. Putnam. Thank you. Um, when said monkey gets out of line and does this and misbehaves, do we spank the monkey? I just got to know. Do we shock the monkey? I just got it. I I mean. I have questions. I, so I would spank that monkey. It supposedly kills three people and nobody sees it again. Or spanks it. Or spanks it. Right. Well, there ain't nobody spanking the monkey over there. Look at all those damn people. Well, God, no. Not if it's aggressively killing people. They, 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 they're making babies. Wow. There's stories like of a bunch of the guys that I know that got uh, deployed and, and actually ended up in the Philippines. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's, there's a, a breed of monkeys in the Philippines that literally attack people. Oh yeah, they throw rocks at them and shit because because that, so monkeys. I mean, it cracks me up that they want to make this a cryptid, but you can kind of see where I went. I feel there's that possibility out there, but I also feel that there's a lot of this that's brought about because hey, if we do this, we can have a festival every year, or we can make fifty million, and you know what I mean. Yep, big money. Manzel that shit up, Man- baby. Manzel all day long. All day long. All right, so number one, I had to save the best for last. I had to save the most scary, haunted. Can I guess? Horrible thing. Yes. Can I guess? Yes, please go. An Ohioan with an IQ over 20. Wrong. Damn. My mother. (laughs) Just kidding. God damn. (laughs) Brutal, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. She's not watching anyway. No. She doesn't care. Um, I, this isn't. She doesn't care. No, she's probably not even awake. Oh, my. Um, this isn't a legend or anything like that. This is something that actually happened. And this is, when I saw it, I'm like, I have to talk about this one. The set of The Exorcist. Oh, I've heard about this. And as much as you you and Susan do, like, you know, movies and stuff like that, uh, with her love of horror movies, I did some reading on this. And this, whether you believe this stuff or not, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a whole lot of fucking smoke with this story. Yeah, there is. The set of The Exorcist burned down. Mysteriously, the only part of the set that did not burn down was the bedroom, 
where Linda Blair was tied to the bed and the most of the movie was filmed. If I been a long, long time since I've seen it. A good eighty percent of that movie happens. It takes in that place bedroom. in the bedroom yeah. where all the real bad stuff is. Yes. The, the, the pea soup and Oof. I mean the, the Ohio cheerleading tryouts and I mean all that stuff happened in in that room. But it was nobody could explain why this this whole set caught fire, for the most part burned to the ground except for that bedroom. That's weird. Physically, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. We could get Donald Sutherland on this one to try and explain it. That's a backdraft reference. See that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one. Did the fire talk to you? Oh, dude, he's so good in that movie. Yeah, he is. That is a phenomenal movie. I like it um, very much. Funeral makes me cry every time. Every time. Every time. Bagpipes. There's something about those damn bagpipes. Um, a guy who played a nurse in the movie killed a reporter after the release of the movie. The guy was caught. The police caught him, questioned him. He was charged with murder and all that stuff. He confessed to the murder. Yep, I did it. But I don't know why. I just did it. Could not explain it. Was That's that's messed up. And I know we have all kind, hundreds of years of serial killers and people that we don't understand and all that crazy stuff, but he killed somebody... And when the, he can, conf- yeah, I did it. I just, I, I don't know why. I can't explain why. Why'd you do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd you do it? Mm-hmm. China. <laughs> um, that was weird. There was also the, the, this kind of, I mean, it kind of sounds hokey, but I remember reading about stuff like this before, but people who went to see the movie would feel all of a sudden anxiety is the wrong word, but like overwhelmed with feelings of dread, I think is how they described it. Vomiting for no reason. I mean, there's a couple gross scenes in the movie, but it's nothing that, I mean, it's no Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For no, God's it's sakes. not. It's no Saw. No. Not that there was Saw back then, but I know this was kind of revolutionary when it came to horror movies back then for what people were used to seeing, but still, it's not like we're talking about severed heads. No, there or, was no organs flying all over the place or anything. There was, was just, already... The Exorcist was creepy because The Exorcist was creepy. There was already 10 or 15 years worth of really horror, not horror, but bad B movies that were overly bloody. People have seen worse. So um, despair was another word. People just feeling all of a sudden despair, cold, chills, all that stuff. There was a lady that claimed to have had a miscarriage after seeing this movie, which that could have been anything. Yep but literally right after seeing the movie. The underlying theme of this is that people honestly believe that because of this movie, shit would go wrong because either you saw it or you were associated with it. Um, They actually had a priest come in to try and bless the set to protect it. There's a lot of stories like that that happen with their involved with Rosemary's Baby as well. Uh, um, that, I, I yeah. saw, but I didn't go into that but, one. But, but the Exorcist, the Exorcist is the, is the, is the, the famous one, yeah. Because for some reason, when you dive into that subject, the devil and all, I mean, people get really weirded out. Like, yeah, they, they, do. they take that more serious than anything, which I get it. Well, it, the Exorcist caused a lot of uproar, too, because you got to remember that was 1976, 75? Mid 70s, yeah. The country was really still a majority of a. Christian country at that point in the seventies. Yeah, you had some people that weren't, but Pretty we were chill. still. Yeah, I mean, it was fifty years ago. Still, it was still like, oh, you know, I love God, 
And to have a movie like that, there was a, it, that that pissed a lot of people off. They're like, you shouldn't be making a movie about this. You know, Rosemary's Baby did the same thing, not but not to the degree that The Exorcist did. Right. And I want to say that The Exorcist was like seventy three. It was seventy two. It was, was early seventies. So yeah, but they, there was a lot of people that did shit just because they didn't like the movie. I think, but there's also a lot of things. You're like, wow, that's. I mean, you how do you burn how do you burn a set down and should we ask Siri live? Yeah. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. All right, fuck you too, bitch. Try yours. Oh, I restarted my phone or rebooted my phone, and I haven't set it up yet. Hey Siri, what year was The Exorcist released in theaters? Which one? Here are some options. The Exorcist, 1973. Do your job, Siri. How many Exorcist? I mean, come on. 1973. It's the, the first answer it gave me was Blue Exorcist. Seriously? Have you ever even heard of that movie? Hey, I, Siri, I'm telling you're a dumb you, bitch. I'm, I'm telling you, Siri is really losing credibility. I won't respond to that. Damn right you won't. <laughs> Go make me a sandwich. <laughs> oh, all right. That's all I got. That's all I got. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy so Halloween. Far. We still have a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah, uh, we got one more show before Halloween. Watch any scary movies lately? Yes, we watched one called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Vernon Wells, I think. The tight end? No, that was Vernon Davis. <laughs> Vernon Davis, that's right. What was it? It's, it's, uh, actually, it's one we watched for um, uh, Honey, You Should Watch This. Uh, it's kind of what, it, what it's supposed to be. Is it's supposed to be a mockumentary horror movie with oh, a okay. twist. Um, it was... It, 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 I didn't hate that I watched it. Right. Uh, Glaring it, review. Well, it had it had some problems. It, 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 it didn't suck. The biggest the biggest thing that it did to me was it did it. There was no scary moments. It was right. it was put in a way that you were like, you there's no wow. What is Jason? You know why is Michael do? You know where is Jigsaw? It was it was a very well made movie. It just kind of it stumbled in what it was trying to do. That is exactly what I want the next Friday the Thirteenth to be. Younger Jason. That would be cool. The origin of Jason. We all know the origin of Jason, yeah. but I want to see younger. Um, one of the rumored shot down movies, the remakes, that was going to be a Blair Witch style movie, but through Jason's perspective. Not a horrible idea. Just don't do that Blair Witch camera crap. So a lot like when you were watching the first Halloween, when you're actually looking through Mike Myers' mask. Similar, yes, but okay. it was going to be not first person view, but yeah, from his aspect of it i got you which that that that's the only thing they haven't done yet yeah true and i love the friday 13th series in fact i was just telling you we just rewatched the 2009 version this last weekend well, i think we're gonna Loved. watch that i think we're gonna watch that tonight because we're gonna have you as a guest for honey you should watch us so uh to talk about that um we're gonna watch uh zombie land again and uh i'm gonna have her watch the frighteners i think yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that Hor- since it first came scary, out. Scary movies, honestly, I haven't had a chance this year because I've been working a lot and right. I've been watching football. But um, And then, of course, we had you know, we had Stanley Cup that we had to watch, so we lost some time there. And then, of course, the Rays being in the playoffs, you lost, I lost some time there. But right. um, I got to get The Shining in. I want to watch Doctor Sleep again. I want to watch the director's cut of Doctor Sleep. And, um, you know, the standards. Yeah, usual. Yeah. I want to try and find something that I haven't seen, that like the Hellraiser I've never seen. I'm just having trouble finding it I, with all these streaming services. I'm not paying seven bucks to watch it well, just because you know, it's October. That's the other thing that we didn't mention there. You know, you go to Amazon Prime and you're like, oh, I can watch this. Oh, once you get your subscription to Stars, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm Which like, oh, fuck is, off. Which is totally worth it. I have stars. Okay. Six bucks. Six bucks a month. They have better movies than the other movie channels on Prime. Yes, they but have. Anyway. They have better movies, uh, but like Nick was saying on the one episode, HBO has all the shows. I have. All, yeah, that's their bread and butter. Yeah, and HBO Max, which um, I'm this close to trying for a, a week just to see. I did. Um, I did watch the finale of The Boys last night. I haven't. I'm not even caught up. So we'll revisit that. I'm next not. Week. I'm not going to spoil it, but um, here's the overwhelming word that I've heard so far. Interesting. Good, but not as good as the first season. Fair? Unfair? Oh, man, that's tough because... Tell you what, put, keep a pin in that, yeah. and we'll save it for next week, because yeah. I, I will watch it over the weekend. Yeah. I've it's, only got like four episodes to it's watch. It's definitely worth watching. So yeah, I, would, I will definitely watch it. Uh, other than that, I haven't watched a whole lot of... I've been watching a lot of South Park. Yeah. Because... Gold. You know Pan- what's you know what's crazy? I remember pandemic when, special. I remember when South. I, you know what? I got to watch that so that we can talk about it. Um, I, I ordered the first five seasons on DVD from Amazon because it was like nineteen dollars, and it's great. I, I want to watch it, now, but I've never watched a lot of South Park. I remember watching South Park and going, you know what? I'm just getting tired of this because I'd watched so much of South Park. Comes to find out, I only watched like the first fourteen episodes of it, I have not seen shit, and I'm it, I'm loving every minute of it. The longer it. it's like Family Guy, the more it goes, the better it gets. I'm loving every minute of it. Good. It just absolutely cracks me up. So you. that's that's where I've been while I was in here trying to learn iMovie. So fair enough. Yeah, that fair works enough. for me. That's all right, that's all I got. That's that's all I got. Yeah, um, check, hit us up on uh, Facebook uh, at Top Five for Fighting on Facebook at Top for Five Top Five for Fighting dot com. Uh, what's the Twitter handle for us now? At Top Five for Fighting at Twitter. At Putty Top Five. At Putty Top Five. I'm at G Bishop Seven Two. I might change it to at In It to Win It. Uh, that'd be great. I'm in it to win it. Um, you can go to our Patreon page. We have a lot of extra material there. You can chip in uh, one, two, three, four, five bucks a month. Now here's the important part. The very important part. Thirty-three percent of everything that we get from fundraisers that's donated to us, we will use to send care packages or supplies to deployed troops, which we have done. We have pictures to prove it. Yep. Um, we're hoping to do that again here soon. So should be pretty quick just by signing up on the Patreon, which you do get extra stuff and admit it. We're funny. Yeah. It helps to get supplies to troops overseas. Yep. I I mean, what more, what more, if that's not a good enough reason, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck probably don't want to, don't want to chip in, but fuck Buck. (laughs) I said it. That's right. I said it. No regrets. Um, that's it. We'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, listen, uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can now watch us on YouTube. We have two episodes up. This will be the third episode. Just uh, go to the Top 5 for Fighting page. Subscribe, like. Uh, uh, hopefully my video editing skills are going to get better as we go through. I know that the I know that it's a little janky right now, but janky. We're, we're, getting, we're getting there. We're, we're getting there, and it's going to get better. So we appreciate uh, all your support. You know what else you can do? You can order some notwaterbarbecue.com and that's, eat that while you watch the podcast. That's right. On the, on the YouTube channel. That's right. Because you can watch us while you eat because we won't do anything gross to, to ruin anything. Yeah. It's my sweet Fair not water hat, which you can buy at notwaterbarbecue.com. Yes, you can. How's that for product placement? That's perfect. Let's get out of here. Everybody have a wonderful week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less.
I think we're just gonna have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just, it's amazing to me. 